welcome to the Suspense is Killing Us podcast. I am Emily. This is Travis. It's me, Matt. Hi. Hi. We're all here. It's the first episode of the new year. We're here. Yes, we're here. 2024. (laughs) 2024. Emily's (laughs) extremely hungover today. I fucked up, guys. (laughs) Oh, no. I fucked up. My my one, uh, I'm doing dry January except for yesterday and uh, paying for it today. And it is reminding me why I should uh, just continue to do dry January. Yeah. But you had fun while you were while you were fun. getting yourself into this situation. I had fun. Yes, I did. Tied <laughs> one on. Yeah. I, I mean, I drove here. Matt and Travis parachuted through the roof to get here today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's extreme. It's extreme. It was so extreme was when I was doing this. It was like a rush, man. Yeah. You, you know, guys looked real cool coming like, in. I would say literally, and I'm not a math guy, but 100% pure adrenaline, probably. Mm, mm, I think. Mm-hmm. At least well, like 90 plus. Uh, fear causes hesitation, and hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. Oh, yeah. We can't I just watched that again last, what, two nights ago? Oh, it's so is that Point great. Break? Yeah. Point Break is, uh, well, we're not going to be talking about Point Break. You, you watched Point episode. Break, too. Did you watch it uh, just to kind of... I mean, watch not, a better extreme. Not really. Maybe? I just, I, I just, you know, upgraded <laughs> some of my gear. So I've been watching a lot of 4K discs, nice. and uh, and that was one of them. And it just was sort of coincidentally around the time we were doing this. Mm. Uh, but I'm glad I did it because it's an object lesson in in the difference between an absolute fucking masterpiece and total dog shit. Mm. You know what? I, we appreciated Point Break when it came out. I'm not going to act like that. No, movie no. Was at the time, at the time, out. nobody really knew what they had. Yeah, it was just sort of like that was you know that was fun. Mm-hmm. What a fun movie! And then there was like that cool. Uh, what was the part? I always liked that foot chase. I was oh, yeah. that was really yeah, cool. Yeah. And it was like Patrick Swayze does his own stunts. And then we, I obviously watched it a bunch when I was a kid. And right. then I and then I watched it like five years ago and was like. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. This is like it's basically this a masterpiece. changed everything. Yeah, it's so like good. you see the spot where it is in the action mm-hmm. um chronology chrono, chrono, you know what I'm talking about. Chronolage. 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 And it's like <laughs> Catherine Bigelow fucking reinvigorated the whole goddamn genre with that movie. It's pretty fucking great. Incredible. Well, well, I'm sure we'll do that someday. It's it's yeah, in our it's well. in our shit. Sure. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. The uh, Keanu Reeves well, we episode are doing or something some like that. Point Break inspired movies today. I think they are all unquestionably Point Break ripoffs, right? Yeah, I think even you Extreme could say Ops, so. which is like way later, yeah. is still kind of like doing that. Yeah. And thanks to our good friend Will Goss, Will Goss we're calling this episode "Just Shoot Me." C H U T E. Just a good one. shoot me. Just shoot me. Just shoot. Me. <laughs> um, and so we're doing 2000 and, or sorry, uh, 1994's Terminal Velocity and Drop Zone. Competing productions. One came out September. One came out December. And 2002, mm-hmm. 2002's Extreme Oof. Ops, uh, a justifiably unstreamable piece of crap. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna barely a movie. It's yeah. barely a movie. It's gonna be. We're gonna see if we can even d- talk about that movie for 15 minutes. I mean, it it truly is nothing. It is barely an entry have... in the illustrious career of Bridget Wilson Sampras. Oh, uh, Bridget Wilson Sampras, of course. You know, from being married to Pete Sampras and Billy Madison. From Billy Madison. From Last let's, Action let's Hero. Be, oh. <laughs> Who's she in Last Action she's Hero? She's da- the daughter. Oh, she's the daughter. That's right. But she turns out she kicks ass too. Yes, Last Action Hero, of course. A great film. Well, you'll have to wait for us to get around to Bridget Nielsen Sampras. Close Bridget, enough. Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte Nielsen Sampras. <laughs> oh, we could only hope. <laughs> we should do a Brigitte Nielsen episode. Okay. Cobra. <laughs> I'm on board. I don't know. I don't know what else. You got your Cobra, others. Cobra, Red, Red Sonia. 
Uh, Red okay. Sony's pretty far out of our. All right. Of our, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, we talking. could justify doing a full-on fantasy. Uh, movie Flavor of Love. Some episodes of that. Yeah, oh, God. we'll do. <laughs> we, Cobra I, and three I, episodes of Flavor of we Love. Watch three episodes of Flavor of Love. <laughs> Too bad people would. I'm speaking for our audience and saying that people would love to hear us talk about Flavor of Love. Three episodes. I know some people would. Then I'd have to watch it. Um, well, flavor. all right. So, so we'll start with. Um, so, I think it's pretty interesting that the first two that we're going to be talking about are both 1994. When did Point Break come out? 91. Uh, yeah, 92, 90, right. 91. Yeah, 91. Something, something like right. that. And they're both they're both an hour forty. Uh, and they're both fucking silly. And they're both fucking cool. <laughs> they're, they're so cool. <laughs> there, there are elements of them that I enjoy. I think the ter- well, we're I starting mean, with Terminal Velocity. Yeah. This movie, this movie has this big fat fucking hole at the center of it named Charlie Sheen who's fucking terrible oh in it. Oh my god, well. he's so he's so unlikable. So, have you guys seen <laughs> this before? We used to joke about it, didn't we? About some student hitting the dirt and digging in like Wile E. Coyote. I don't think we'll be joking about it anymore. What happened, man? How'd she get away from you? agent from another country or complete raving lunatic. You have five seconds. One. You gotta be kidding me. Two. Four. What happened to three? There's easier ways to kill yourself. Earth's rushing up at you at 120 miles an hour and all you gotta do is not pull. What's easier than that? What if things get out of hand? I'll kill him. What is going on? Yes, I've seen all of these previously, but not in many, many years. Uh, this is directed by Duran Serafian. Darren Serafian. Duran Serafian. But importantly, of Game of Thrones. He's the fame. he's the son of Richard Serafian, who directed Vanishing Point. Oh, Jesus. Um, and he's done just a bunch of other like B action movies. I what believe the? he did a good one called Gunman with Christopher Lambert and uh, Mario Van Peebles. I looked at I some of the that. posters. Some of the posters look, look that, fun. That one's, that one's actually pretty good. But importantly, this is written by, and I believe produced by, David Twohey? 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 Who uh, I'm a, fa- a fan of. Yeah. Our pronunciation this episode's already so good. Yeah. Multi- well, it's multiple examples, t- and I love it. T-W-O-H-Y. I um, would like to say Twohey. I believe it's Twohey. <laughs> <Tui. laughs> I've been saying Twohey, and then Matt uh, I say uh, told me Twohey, which I'm sure it it's sounds more correct. But Twohey. Twohey's oh. better. <laughs> better. Don't <laughs> tell me how to do it. <laughs> it's Some, sometimes Twohey's better. <laughs> but he did the, the legendary and tomato, wi- tomato. beloved by everyone Chron- Riddick uh, trilogy, of course. <laughs> He, we covered him previously on this show with uh, A Perfect Getaway. A Perfect Getaway, which we loved. Yeah, good movie. I think we gave like four Judds and above. Um, Crony Rids. He's, he's, he's got his fingers in a lot of interesting pies. That yeah. David Tui or Twohey. Uh, he's and the I, and rich I, man's Kurt Wimmer. And there's parts of this movie where you can kind of see like maybe an interesting person had their hands in it for a little yeah. while. Where it's like, it's really trying to do the Hitchcockian, like, lo- like no account guy gets involved in a like high stakes spy type shit. I, I'm told that originally this was a cruise vehicle. <laughs> He would be wow. Sheen. I kind Did of they change that character can, entirely when they changed it over? <laughs> they, mu- they must have. No, I like can kind of see this because as I was watching it, I was like, Charlie Sheen is is trying. He's trying to be like the flyboy, like cool 
Cruise dude, like like Tom Cruise. He's trying to be a Tom Cruise. I saw that. I yes. definitely saw it, and I didn't he, know that. He before. does have a hot dog quality about him, but he's also <laughs> like they, he's also importantly like a sleaze bag because it was Charlie yeah. Sheen, and they it was going to be Cruise <laughs> and directed by your boy Kevin Reynolds. Oh, wow! Oh. Which would have been a, a, pretty much a follow up, probably to Prince of Thieves. Wow, gee, wow, boy! Pre- between Waterworld and Prince of Thieves. We really missed out on that, I, I guess. In another world. I, I think this might be, be uh, no, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big K-Ray fan, so uh, that, yeah. that, that, that doesn't excite me at all. I don't know, really, really know who this director is, but I, th- I kind of like this movie. Uh, I liked moments. it when I was when I was a teenager. When I watched it, I was like, "That that fucking delivers." <laughs> and watching it again, I was expecting to like it quite a bit less, and I did. But I was also kind of like, eh. "I think the problem that it this moves movie along has pretty is good." That, that Sheen is terrible. The character is like unlikably annoying. Yeah, yeah, he's not charming enough to pull off how much of an asshole he is. And they're they're trying to do something different with that action hero character. They're trying not to make him like the. They're trying to do like Nicolas Cage in The Rock, where he's like not the tough guy. Yeah. But they did end up making him like a turd. He's some kind of it's the the whole idea is of course the ordinary person you know like a North by Northwest like structure just mm-hmm. some regular guy gets drawn into high stakes spy, spy craft. Yeah. There's Russians and all that sort of shit. Um, but of course it's Charlie Sheen and they I think they tried to adapt the character to Charlie Sheen's type. Yeah. And so they made and so he's like a shithead. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like like I, I don't do it. Wait till you see what this shithead gets up to. He's a real piece of shit. He's bad at his job. He's a sleaze. He puts back. everyone in danger. <laughs> He's scum. Yeah. <laughs> he, yes. He's like introduced. Um, they, they <laughs> He's introduced doing like a sexy skydive, yeah. or a would be. I don't think it's supposed to actually be sexy. It's supposed to be funny. But, but, you, but you found it sexy. But I did nonetheless. <laughs> I found it. Se- I was able to find it sexy. But he's like skydiving. I don't. I don't even know how this works. Uh, he's like jumps off a building. He's got this weird outfit on with like the, like the wings on the the wing helmet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, he looks like a shitty biker Greek god type guy. <laughs> he's got butt. He's got assless chaps, assless pants oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's got yeah. like a an American flag. No, but he doesn't have those. Are they're fake butt cheeks? Is that? Is yeah. That, are they later, supposed to be fake butt? Yeah, because later he's holding it. it it's like. <laughs> It's like one of those things you put over. It's like a Halloween thing. It's a butt helmet. Because later he was he was like holding it when he was walking, and I was like, oh, those weren't even his real ass cheeks. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, that's that. That's even worse. That's it is even worse. (laughs) But you you forgot about the opening scene where this lady is on the phone yelling about stuff, and then and then Christopher almost run over. Christopher McDonald comes in and murders her. Yeah, now Christopher McDonald is one of the. There's two major significant uh, reasons. That you might want to watch this movie, or like that, are, that I think are just unab- uh, unashamedly, I think are good, and that's Christopher McDonald is playing a full-on. It's Shooter McGavin, of course. Shooter McGavin. So we got the lady from Billy Madison and Shooter McGavin mm-hmm. in this in these movies. And James uh, Gandolfini famously was the the title character, Mister Deeds. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> James Gandolfini is like Steve Buscemi. He'd surprise you and He's turn in up every in all Adam the Sandler, Sandler movies. movies. Yeah. Uh, but they're both really having a great time playing these like bad guys. And Christopher McDonald r- is really trying to. He plays bad guys all the time, but this is a different kind of bad guy for him. He's like, this is yeah, like a full on aggro beach blonde dye job. But I ha- I hate it when they do that with these guys. Yeah. 
because they, because you're blonde. <laughs> well, it's just like a thing that you see in in lots of movies, especially in the '90s, where like to make a character sort of stick out, they would just dye his hair like bleach blonde. We can't have too just, many brunettes. On it the just screen. looks dumb. It it always just seems like a total like just a trick. It just seems it it always stands out. It always annoys me. I don't know why. It does look dumb in this in this case too, but Christopher McDonald seems big somehow in this i don't know how to explain it but he's he does a really good he I seems to be having big. a great time being like just like a full-on psychopath yeah he kills this lady she's a russian agent yeah and then then we do the base jumping thing with with uh yeah it's the classic Charlie sort of like Sheen. here's some in, here's some scary murdery type stuff and now yeah. let's settle into our main character and his shenanigans and he he Doing this base jump, he like violates a bunch of FAA regulations and stuff, and he puts the whole flight school that he works for like in jeopardy. Also, he, his name is Ditch Brody. Ditch Brody. He seems like short he's for Richard. We find out later. Yeah, because they couldn't decide between Rich and Dick. I don't know if this is what. what very, Stephanie, very instead, cool. they got Charlie Sheen, which is both. Hey, hey, <laughs> yes. Wow. I don't know if this is part of this character, but he seems like he's got him. Like he's Ooh. doing this base jump like completely drunk. Because he, he, like, lands, and, and I don't even know how this error gets made where he, like, parachutes in and then lands, like, in front of this oh. children's party. Well, because he read it as bachelorette party, but it was really Bernadette's party. Bernadette, oh, is that? Easy mistake to make. Well, he's, <laughs> happens to the best of this us. This is truly the least bad that his job that he'll be. We'll, how do we'll I come remember such out. little details about this movie? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I I'm just like, actually. I didn't notice two <laughs> two things already. Uh but yes, and he's got he's got kiss this written on his ass cheeks, and there's on a bunch of little fake ass cheeks. And he's standing up, and he's like, "I thought there was supposed to be a bachelor party here," and the girls are all ew, and he's like, "And they're wrong, you piece of shit." It's too bad he didn't have like a fucking t-shirt cannon full of dildos or something. <laughs> Just shooting them right at the girl. <laughs> Stop it! Uh, stop just it! Stop <laughs> it! No, <laughs> save us! No, I will not. Uh, uh, so that's, that's bad. bad. It's bad. Bad way to start. He's a loser. I mean, he's and he goes back to his job, and Margaret Collin, uh, of all people, from uh, is is there, and she's like his boss with a short she, with she a little short hair. She disappears and disappears. Yeah, she never really comes back in the movie. He and she's mad. This is not just his job. He owns yes. this entire business that has about twenty to thirty employees. It has an entire including Melvin Van Peebles. <laughs> It has several airplanes. Oh, yeah. Melvin Van Peebles is one of the pilots. He owns a hangar. And they teach people <laughs> how to they they teach people how to skydive. And he has had this is the fact. Twelve safety violations in the last month. That's and that's like not cool. Yeah. No, this he's guy like, shouldn't be working. Someone's gonna die. This and guy going, shouldn't be working. And there's like the like his like that lady was Margaret, what's her? Margaret Collin. Margaret Collin is like, you. we have got to do better at these safety violations. This is really bad. It's not cool at all that we have a bunch to say. And he's like, yeah, whatever, babe. <laughs> like, like that's supposed to be super badass. He Look, I took about, about 50 Klonopin before I showed up today, so. <laughs> like, that's not cool that there's safety violations. Uh-huh. Well, it, it, that actually does turn out to play into the plot. That, yes, That is, in fact, uh, it, it, it points out that he's a piece of shit, mm -hmm. which we will keep being reminded of throughout the entire movie. Um... But it's also, well, pl the, the plot is kind of interesting, I thought. Kind of. Not, not like really. This haughty girl comes in. Natasha, Natasha Kinski. Kinski. Yeah. A haughty girl, if there was one. Uh, comes in and is like, I am really nervous, but I think I want to, you know, I've been I've been driving past your place and I've turned in and this it's today that I got to learn how to skydive. Like, 
and he's like, oh, I don't really have any time today. I can teach you tomorrow. And she's like, it's it's got to be today. Like this is I've worked up the nerve and I'm oh, I'm so nervous. What, what if I, I what today? if I dropped a little bit of sexy innuendo in order to yeah. entice you into doing it? You fucking piece of shit. Are you a walking dick? Yeah. I'm actually a flying dick. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> but he is like a walking dick, and and of course. And there's why why was he not able to do it? <laughs> the Walking Dick went like eleven seasons. <laughs> yes, Most popular show on cable. The Walking Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and they there's spin-offs and everything. None of the same characters by the end of it that they started with. <laughs> Ridiculous. I can't believe people were still watching that the last six seasons. It's a good binge. Fear watch. the Walking Dick. Fear the Walking Dick. <laughs> there's one where the one guy went to France. <laughs> yeah. Take your word for it. Uh do we find out? Does they go to the France in The Walking Dead at one point? There's a spinoff with the Norman Reedus character that aired this year where he, he winds up in France. Wow. And, wow. I, I mean, I only watched, like, two episodes of it, and so I, I didn't get to the end where you apparently find out how he got to France. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tantalizing. Very cool. You know what? <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> uh, not, not to get too off track, but there was one cool thing about that show, and it's that because it all takes place in a country where nobody has guns, all their guns are, like, antiques. Like, one guy literally has a blunderbuss. All right, that's kind of cute. Kind of neat. Anyway, anyway, back to Terminal Velocity. Back to Terminal Velocity. Um, so there's all these little things that that made me believe that she was up to no good. For example, she didn't want to do a tandem jump. She wanted to do it up by herself. Mm-hmm. She, They wanted to put her in a gray jumpsuit, and she was like, I, no, I really like the orange jumpsuit, even though it's a little baggy. All these little things, and you're like, "What is she? Pl- what is she planning?" You know, it, didn't, the, it didn't fool me. And this is where I think for the pl- once, this is where I think this, I know this, <laughs> the script is. I at know. Least I was surprised too. <laughs> this is where I think the script but is you at were. least. But yeah. But then, then you were. Sure. And then I was. Okay. <laughs> we'll find out just how much. <laughs> uh, but this is these are the signposts that the script is at least a mi- like competent. Yes. Uh, because these are important details, and then it's important like because I think any ordinary person, obviously the vast majority of people who run businesses like this, do not fuck around with the safety stuff. Like no. you have to do it this way. There's no way this would operate. You don't. You don't in go into life. one of these places and go like I actually don't want to do a tandem on my first jump, and they they go well then you're not gonna fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. We get in so much trouble if you die. You have to this. sign so many things. Yeah. But he's a piece of shit. He's bad at his job. So and he wants like, to have sex with and her. He, and he's hot for her, so he's like, yeah, okay. Okay, babe. And this all happens really fast. Mm-hmm. I think this movie's pretty well paced, too. And when she's getting on the plane, uh, he pats her butt and goes, oh, hop, I could hop not, in. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. I mean, I could believe it, but I was still like. <laughs> like gee, he pats her butt. Not cool. <laughs> hop in, babe. She's and she kind of like ro- looks back at him ruefully, kind of like, well, not feel don't feel as bad about basically ruining your life with this plan. Spoiler right. alert! Mm-hmm. They get up in the plane. This has all seemed pretty amiss to the viewer, but mm. not not as much to Charlie Sheen. And at a certain point, he goes up to cinematic legend Melvin Van Peebles, who is flying the plane, <laughs> <laughs> which is very weird. Because she thinks she sees a another aircraft, or she says she thinks she sees another aircraft. He goes up to ask him if he sees another aircraft, and then when he turns back around... She's gone. She's gone through the like hatch that. in the ground. He's like, oh, oh, shit. Well, we find out later how they did it oh, in, yeah. in one of those classic exposition scenes. Uh, but he lo- he just looks back one and he of sees those classic exposition. <laughs> it's one of the best. They're always doing that. <laughs> we love it. Movies are always exposing. But it is pretty funny to see this character kind of like... 
reap essentially what he's sown because he's like bullshitting with noble Melvin Van Peebles pilot character. And he looks back and there's nobody in that plane. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he, <laughs> run, he runs up to the door and he looks down and, um, you know, 200 feet below there is, you see a person fall. A person. Yeah, she's spiraling. A lady dressed in the same clothes mm-hmm. is falling. And then, uh, and so he jumps out of the plane. He's going to like try to get her to pull her chute that nothing doing. She lands, she bounces. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Obvious dumb, but still cool. looks good. She lands at terminal and he's velocity. And he's in hot water. She lands at terminal velocity, meaning she landed so hard that she splatted and died. Yeah. That's what the title of the movie She's means. just stuff on the ground now. And nobody <sighs> nobody agrees at uh, the speed of terminal mo- velocity in this movie. No? They think it's one, they say claim it's 110 to 120. So I guess it, it there's a range. It probably it's, depends it's probably on closer your body to 117, mass, right? I'm just say 117. Just say But do you think it depends on the th- what is falling? It might depend on wind uh, aerodynamics or like that sort of well, stuff. I mean if you if you drop Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise out of a plane at the same time, they'll both land at the same time. That's what's crazy. It's physics. That's physics. And that's when the physics really just blows my mind, man. Yeah. And I it's too bad we've missed the opportunity to drop <laughs> Dom DeLuise and Burt Reynolds from the same plane. The funny part is he's he's hitting them the whole time on the way down. He's just hitting them. Slap, slap, Dom is Dom's pissing, pissing his, his pants. pants. Yeah, he's, somebody's got a cream pie for some reason, just like smashing. How did he get the cream pie? Where did they get that? <laughs> this wasn't part of the plan. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't happen. But she is supposedly dead. But uh, like right out of the gate, everybody's doing their job pretty Bad. poorly or suspiciously. Mm. I, su- I suppose it would be the way to do it. <clears throat> Charlie Sheen seems almost emotionally affected by this situation <laughs> that his negligence has led to the death of somebody. He's like, I fucked up a little too hard this time. Oh, and oh. now someone's dead. Oh, the other plot detail: while they're in the plane before before she falls, quote unquote, falls to her death, she does go like pointedly. There's another plane up here, <laughs> and he goes, "What are you talking about? I don't see another plane." All right, all right. So we leave that, and then. Uh, like, that is just a bunch of people going, like, you really fucked up. Uh, the crazy Legs from Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood <laughs> is his buddy. <laughs> he's like Robocam, I believe, is his name. And he's the guy who who takes footage yeah. of stuff. But if you've seen Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood, you, he's, you will not forget the character Crazy Legs. <laughs> I've never seen it. Well, I mean, I don't know if you need to remedy that. I think that, you could just look up Crazy Legs on YouTube. It is kind of... Wild. It's kind of funny. <laughs> we sure thought it was funny when we were fourteen. True, um, but yes, he's like he's he expresses he's a little disappointed in his friend. Some discontent. I was like, you fucked up, man. Essentially, and Charlie Sheen's like, man, I'm almost having a feeling here. Tiger blood. I'm starting to. F- yeah, <laughs> was it winning? Winning. Tiger winning? Blood? Question mark. Hashtag winning. Yeah, he might not be winning for the first time. Um, but fortunately, the the movie is again pretty well paced, so we don't have a whole lot of time for him to. Uh, be sad about the events that have happened. Um, he's immediately suspicious. There's like various elements of what happened, particularly like the now he's starting to think about the th- <clears throat> things that she was saying, the things that she wouldn't wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. She go- he goes to her apartment and sees a picture of her looking like a professional parachuter. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. <laughs> and immediately, like this movie's so fast. She's literally like posed with her parachute. He goes to her apartment, he's like, I just think something's amiss. I want to get some clues. And here's immediately a clue. Yeah. And yes. then immediately Christopher McDonald pops up and is like, you motherfucker, and starts beating the shit out of him. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Christopher McDonald beating up with Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Just, just for the sake of... Yeah. He, this, it happens kind of a lot. 
Charlie no, I mean, Sheen, that's Charlie Sheen keeps going elements. to places and getting his ass kicked by people who are way better at fighting than he is. He's purportedly good at skydiving, but not all that great at fighting. Which he doesn't really do much of in the movie. There's not enough. One big one at the end, uh, but uh, there's the one in the middle, too. They they kind of periodically I mean, I watched Drop Zone before I watched this, and when I watched this, I was like, not enough. Not, not enough, enough parachutes. Drop Zone seems to really make it important to be constantly showing oh, yeah. parachuting. Um, we'll get there. There's been 30 seconds without a parachute here. Come yeah. on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, Chris, now I notice the absence of parachutes more than I yeah. notice when there is one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got this picture that she, where she's clearly in. Very convenient. It's huh. a picture of her in a goddamn parachute. She's like holding her parachute over her shoulder. Looking good. Looking like she's very comfortable. There's a certificate natural. on the wall that's lauding her for inventing the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> World's best parachuter. Uh and so he's got that evidence. Christopher McDonald has beaten his ass. Uh, things are moving along. Uh, is this the part, the point where we meet uh, James Gandolfini? Yep. He shows up. I, lo- I love James Gandolfini in this. Always love seeing him. Mm. And he gets to do like kind of his range. I'm not saying this is like some sort of great award worthy performance, but is this James Gandolfini doing like the, his whole range? Mm-hmm. Showing because up as like a ner- <clears throat> a nervous kind of like like soft spoken nerd. Yeah. yeah like the, all buttoned up and like with his glasses and with briefcase and shit. And then we he's see He's a needle nose pencil pusher. Yeah. He's supposed to be what the district attorney of Tulsa of um assistant DA of um a city in Arizona. Of a city Tucson. Of a really shitty oh okay. Tucson. It is probably shitty. <laughs> I've never been there before, but I can only assume. I was gonna shitty. say like some fucking small town where they allow all this shit to happen. It is like he he's not like being a super Tony Soprano or anything, but it is funny to think of uh, James Gandolfini being the assistant DA of Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> I'm from fucking Tucson, Arizona, baby. Wait, how's it go? I'm from fucking Tucson, Arizona, baby. Spot on. Yeah, I'll do it again if you want. <laughs> I can do this all night. <laughs> Dude, I literally could. One of the best ones yet. Yep. And uh, but yeah, he shows up and he's like, "You should probably help me out. I'm the only person on your side." And blah blah. And and he, Charlie. His she, name is Ben Pinkwater. Ben Pinkwater. That's. Do you I, think he's related to Daniel Manis Pinkwater? I, I absolutely do. I don't know who that is, but I do oh, believe he, he's that. like a writer of children's like books. When I was from when I was a kid, remember like the Hoboken Chicken Emergency? Of course. <laughs> who could forget the Hoboken Chicken really? Emergency? Nobody's heard of that. <laughs> That's a good one. It's about a giant chicken that gets loose in Hoboken. Leave it to fucking oh, Hoboken. Fuck. It's it's really, he was like emergency. when I was like you know seven, I thought that this guy was like fucking hilarious. Hey, he sounds he sounds wild. This guy's <laughs> wild though. I mean, that's not his, doesn't turn out to be his real name. I was actually, I remembered vividly being fooled by this when I was a kid. I think it's just because James Gandolfini is very good. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when there, there is a turn later on where he's like, I am Dasvidaniya, I am actually a Russian guy. And, you know, I was like, whoa! <laughs> his name is Russian guy. I am Russian Gaiovich. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. It's it's awesome. But I, I think he's really good being this sort of, like, um, Nebbish. nebbishy kind of, he's like, mm-hmm. you want to certs? I don't know. I'm just. I don't. What, I don't. What I know about anything. I'm just a nerdy. Do they still make guy. certs? I don't think they still make certs. I hadn't heard of them. I haven't. Are certs like uh like? They're like mints. They're just breath, breath mints. Mint. Oh, they're mints. I thought yeah. they were like those little candies, like uh, Smarties or. Uh, they're close. Et cetera, no, don't, et don't, don't be ridiculous for once. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> you guys, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know you're hungover here, but come on. No, I certs are breath mint. They were vying for the tic tac. The tic tac. Um, they're bigger market. than tic tacs. The tic tac. are. Yeah, they're, they're like c- lifesaver sized. Yeah. I think they're ovals. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see them in my brain. 
We'll look up. Uh, we'll look up certs after <laughs> this and great. see if they still I like, exist. I like the way you ask, you go. Out, you ask somebody if they want a, a certs. You want a certs? <laughs> that's like that's funny. That's a scene. That's a scene later on. But there's a, a scene that I genuinely laughed at with James Gandolfini and certs. Well, do you, do you think certs and destroy? When um, I was gonna say when <laughs> they up. did like marketing for certs, were they like? Certified fresh. Ooh, good one. Or Rotten like, tomatoes. You'll, you'll be certainly smelling better after this breath mint. <laughs> and you will. And you will. You smell like mint. Got a Anyways, case of the certs. I'm going to go back in time and become the Hershey lead marketing certs. director I got of the Hershey, <laughs> Hershey certs. Oh, no. <laughs> that, they had a chocolate version. It was the, the Hershey certs. <laughs> you Hershey guys, I'm going to throw up. Don't. I'm going to barf. Right. <laughs> oh, if you're going to, ch- don't chunder. If you're going to spew, spew into this. this. That's Wayne's world. It's neither here nor there. That's just Wayne's world. If you blow chunks (laughs) and she comes back, she's all yours. If you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. Anybody throw a hork into there at some point, too. Oh, my God. But anyways, um, so so he knows he's got James Gandolfini, who is sort of his ally. James Gandolfini is basically like, look, I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to bring you down. I just want to find out what happens. So if you could bring me evidence that this... That this broad exists, this, then I'll. This then goofy broad. This is. I just want to solve this crime. You well, just he's bring also. This dizzy dame, he's saying know. that they're threatening to charge Char- Charlie Sheen with manslaughter if he doesn't prove yes, that that she's yeah, not dead. That she's not dead. Which seems like a weird ask, if you're not a bad guy. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's like, shouldn't this be something the police do? <laughs> and, and also, like, I mean, wait, prove that she's not dead. Why? What? The police are generally frown what? upon other people helping with the investigation who aren't yeah. police. They're not usually crazy about that. Um, but ne- nevertheless, he's like, yeah, go out there and solve this crime. <laughs> Help me with this crime. And Charlie Sheen's an idiot, so he's like, okay. And he already is suspicious. He's got very good reasons to be suspicious. And then what? And then at a certain point, he tracks another person to another place. And he's like in an airport hangar. And ba- basically, he just finds... He's like he's getting it. He goes to another place and finds another clue, and then gets his ass kicked again. He goes to McDonald's and sees a picture of her with a parachute on too. This is somebody, some just all over the place. Random person at McDonald's whoops his ass. Um, no, he just goes to some hangar. He follows some fucking clue somewhere. I don't know. And then just some guy starts wailing on him, and then uh, um, Klaus Kinski's daughter, Natasha. Nastasha Nastasha Kinski Kinski pops out and she's like, ha ha, it is, it's me, I am alive after all. And he's like, I've got a lot of questions. And the guy who was whooping on uh, Charlie Sheen is like her buddy. And then, and then it's exposition drop time. Mm -hmm. Uh And there's kind of a lot of exposition that needs to be dropped because we've got to find out how she is How she did it. How she did what she, she did. Why she did this in the first place. Is she a good guy or a bad guy? It turns out all of these... People, the good, the, whether we like them, whether they're good guys or bad guys, like Gandolfini and Christopher McDonald, are all ex KGB. Because mm-hmm. we talked about this a bunch of time on this podcast. This is during that weird period of time post uh, the Berlin Wall falling and pre, yes, it's, it's, and pre Putin, yes. where it was like we're going to be friends with Russia. Yeah, capitalism. Shock. They're going to be just like us. We're fine. Like uh, our dreams yeah. have co- are going to come true, and they're going to be our buddies. Yeah. But there's still bad ones out there. And it turns uh, out these bad guys are trying to get a hold of a bunch of money because they want to stage a coup yes. and have the commies take back And I over. feel like it took so long for that to come to light because I, for a long time I was like, why do we care about anything that's happening? I think that's yeah, a problem. And, then, weird, and huh? then once you find out that's what it is, you're like, well, I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you also, also I, like, I don't know, I guess kind of with the with history. and It's it, like, it, it happened anyway. It's, I mean. it's, uh, it's not going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> you failed, Natasha Kinski. Also, it's like... 
man, I mean, I hate, I don't like Charlie Sheen's character in this, but he just he was just like a normal dude who got roped into this like insane fucking political mm-hmm. like uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a classic yeah, classic yeah. structure. It's just I they, guess it's nothing they just new. aired a little bit too uh, on too much of a like. Who gives you could you couldn't give a shit about this Charlie Sheen character. It's 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 like Charlie Sheen. And I tried. Is, it's like it's actually Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And oh, you're no, like, that's and you're kind like, of the problem. I don't fucking care what happens to Charlie Sheen. Also, <laughs> there's that guy that was building that like weird like jet thing that goes really fast. Oh, the rocket sled. Yeah, the rocket sled to a, a wall, like a suicide sled, basically. Yeah, we barely meet this guy at all. He's some old lunatic. And and Charlie Sheen like <laughs> asks him one question. And he's like, "Fuck you!" He's or like, whatever. "This goes 350 miles per hour into basically into a brick wall." Yeah, I was wall. confused as to what that's for. For killing himself. Yeah, Charlie Sheen goes like, "That'll kill you," and he goes, "I hope so," because <laughs> he's. But yeah. then there's one in Indiana Jones too, and I'm like, "What's yeah, that for?" Yeah, it's the same shit. Indiana Jones yeah, ripped that off from this. So there's a wall at the end of the track, and it just says, "Had a nice day." Well, I don't think that it's a unique thing to the movies. I think that it's a real thing. I just don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's real. I just don't know why. The only thing I can think of is it's some sort of just weird gearhead thing where they have a rocket engine and they just want to see how fast they can make a thing go. I think it's testing rocket engines. Yeah. But why 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 this guy would be doing this? And why would there be seats in it? Yeah. Probably to test the G forces of the rocket engines. Oh, to change the G forces of the rocket engines. I don't know why they need to. <laughs> you got a better one? <laughs> I don't know why they need to put actually, a it's brick wall actually, at the end of it. Well, it's because it's because if you see the wall coming and you're going sufficiently fast enough and the G forces are high enough, you come harder. Ah. When you when because it's a beat off machine. And then you die. You're supposed to jack off while you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's for. I figured it out. I mean, I think with this guy, this weird old guy who only has like three lines, maybe less than that, you're kind of like he has maybe like three friends. He seems to be pretty cool with dying. Like later on, he com- comes out with a sh- with a. Um, he's gonna get in this thing and put a bag over his head while he's beating off. Yeah, going into this. This is what my whole life been leading up to, and I couldn't be happier. If I had uh, one of these, I would paint a tunnel on the wall at the end. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. oh. <laughs> but he comes out with a bazooka later on and is like, ah, ha, ha, and shoots a bazooka. Yeah. Then he gets blown away. And I swear to God, he's like laughing while that's happening. So he's a fucking lunatic. Like an MVP. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but anyways, um, yes, so uh, Nata- Nata- Natasha Kinski is continuing with the exposition dro- drop. She's good K- ex-KGB. The other guys are bad ex-KGB. Mm-hmm. She's going to use the money to like help her family and help Russia become a good country. They're going to use it to take over their... Like interesting that this movie did sort of, in a way, predict the rise of Putin because they are ex KGB agents who used a bunch of dark money to take over the. Yes. Or trying to use the dark money to take over the country. And they're all like really good at like skydiving. (laughs) And everybody's good at skydiving. And and then and then it's time to find out like why how she um, staged this thing. Yeah. And this was of course the second plane. Oh, Charlie Sheen has seen the video from uh, Crazy Legs thing, and he saw he sees the second plane. So oh, just definitely something's amiss. Uh, and she go, She basically says that they had the corpse of her roommate who dies at the <coughs> beginning. Yeah. In her clothes, they dropped that corpse from the tr- the plane above. Yeah. So that's the body that he saw falling. That's so And then she jumped out and then like went behind, like under and behind the plane, so she couldn't see him. And she just landed somewhere else. Then the corpse landed, and so that's that's what dead best friends are for. <sighs> that's how that. And she was definitely willing to throw Charlie Sheen under the bus. I mean, <laughs> this is gonna ruin his life and whatever. 
but it's it's like six hundred million dollars in gold. But also, gold or wouldn't something. you throw him under the bus too? He's a fucking dick. It's interesting. Like she did make a good choice. If you were ever, yeah, she right? was ever gonna pick somebody to do this to, it's like the guy with twelve well, she, safety violations. Exactly. Who give a she shit. did. She did that on purpose. She picked Ditch on That's purpose right. because of his past. It all kind of works together. Which because makes... she also at the beginning she was like, "Well, I heard you were the best. Like I only want to be trained by you." And that's, because because he almost passed her on to someone else to like train her. Yeah, and that's Pat. That's actually the opposite of the reason why she's doing this because he's actually the worst. It fucking sucks. Uh, and it will not be a surprise to people when he fucks this up and somebody dies, <laughs> uh, which makes it so all that stuff kind of works except for the fact that she falls in love with him later on for, for some <laughs> fucking <laughs> reason. reasons nobody like, understands. Uh, she, she, it's probably because she uh, swallowed the tequila worm. <laughs> Which she does, Weird. and then he points it out, and then she goes, I was trained to swallow all sorts of things. That, yes. Wow. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, my God. I almost got up and, and then left. Charlie I almost Sheen got goes, up and left my own house. <laughs> Charlie Sheen goes, if you're careful, I might marry you, after she says yeah, that it's line, like, too. Uh, and you're like, God, this is too Charlie Sheeny. This is all too Charlie Sheenish. Literally, just shoot me. <laughs> just shoot me. But that's but that's after the action scene. Where, oh yeah, where, where they get ejected from the from the suicide jet train rocket. But this is a fun scene because Charlie Sheen is basically <laughs> just the, the cum train. They get in, involved in a bunch of adventures. <laughs> she takes she makes him do like a like a like a espionage thing for her. There's where a he has to parachute into a smokestack. There's so There's many things there. I wrote down that this movie constantly feels like it's just starting. Yeah. But yeah. like it's almost over. You know what I mean? Because I, they, I they start well they start I think Oh, I felt like it was be, endless. Really? Really? Yeah. Cuz I I just I felt like Yeah, I just felt like it kept like starting anew cuz they were just doing so much shit. I yeah, guess, and then and also it took so long for them to like actually say what the point was, what they were running for or away from, you know. Yeah. And then when you do get the point, you're kind of like, that's pretty muddy. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, there's a there's another like little detail about his character that we keep seeing. He was on the cover of I think Sports Illustrated when he was like 17 because mm-hmm. he was a gymnast. And everybody makes fun of his haircut in this picture, and he he spent ten years of his life chasing Russian gold. Ah, uh, yes. By he, which he means, of course, a gold medal in the Olympics of 1984 or whatever. And he keeps his own trading cards in his jacket to hand out at random points in the movie too. Keep it. Mm. I've got lots of them. <laughs> He's that kind of guy. Mm. And every time somebody yeah. sees this, it's a bizarre running gag. Every time somebody sees this picture of him, like I think he's on the the. Uh, <laughs> Some sort of gymnast contraption, okay? Uh, he was on the gymnast contraption. <laughs> he's on the gym contraption. But every time somebody sees it, they like go, Like a balancing oh. beam? It's the rings. It's the, the thing rings. that George Clooney's building in Burn After Reading. Yeah, it's, another, it's another fuck machine. <laughs> another the whole movie's full of those things. <laughs> I got a silver medal on the fuck machine. Devastating. But he's on the rings, and every time somebody sees it, they go, Nice fucking hair, you dumbass. He's, like, embarrassed about it. And it's, it just looks like regular. It I don't looks know. Like it's hair. very strange. But anyway, so that's a little running thing through it. Because, of course, this movie involves Russian gold. Uh, but, yes. 60, $600 million worth of Russian gold. It's a lot. And it's on this airplane. They get involved in, in, in a lot of adventures, and at a certain point he goes like, well, fuck you, my life is at stake here. I'm just going to tell, I'm just going to give this evidence that I have of you existing to James Gandolfini, and then I'm out of here, because I don't need to be involved in any of this shit. I need to go back to being a pervert who's bad at his job. Yeah. That, and, that he somehow still has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And she get and I think at this point doesn't she give him the evidence that like where she takes pictures of herself and says, uh, "Oh, she goes didn't into kill a, f- me. a photo booth." But then he's kind of a dick to her, and then she leaves it in his wallet and leaves. I can't remember the chronology, but at a certain point, we we do find out he's he's going to 
give basically give her to James Gandolfini, mm-hmm. and then this is when and this is this is where we get the certs scene. Yeah, you want a certs? And I did like this. This part uh, made me laugh. Where he's like, "You want a certs?" And he's like, "No, nah, no, actually, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll have one." And and goes, they're crunching. He goes, "Don't take them all." <laughs> Just, just what? I think that's got to be a cl- like a, a Gandolfini improv or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like easy. All right, just have one. Just easy on those certs. Come on, it's delicious. They're certified fresh. They don't make them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they don't make them anymore. They only made them for like fourteen years. Did you know that they were originally going to call this movie "Ditch Better Have My Money"? That's <laughs> yeah, very good. Cool. Ninety-nine <laughs> problems and a ditch ain't one. Wow. Uh, and so on, etc. You could really go on on that theme. Um, but then, it, but then at a certain point, like people start getting killed off. James mm-hmm. Gandolfini slips into villainous role, and this is I mean, this he's is scary. The, the, this is the as Gandolfini like, as he highlight. Is. Yeah, because like I think he gets he gets hit or hurt in some way or another, and at this point he's flipped, and then he pops up. He's got a little blood rolling down his face, and now he's got evil Gandolfini face. He's yeah, like, he's yeah. his little like evil rat face. Like no matter how silly the role, when he like snaps into that mode, it's it's so scary. because yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden you're just like, oh wait, this is like a, a really big big scary guy oh yeah. yeah it's the no more mr fucking nice guy uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. face where you're like mm. you remember in that scene where she goes no more big yeah. mr fucking nice guy and patricia arquette goes oh no yeah <laughs> it's that exactly it's that. because you as the viewer go oh no <laughs> it's great it's like even though he's doing like a, a freaking goofy ass russian accent you're still like oh my god now he's got an accent it's wild um so he's a russian bad guy and they're at that place where that guy has built that stupid rocket Mm-hmm. And, and, and this all happens. Cool rocket. This all happens very fast, where they're basically saving each other's life. And at a certain point, he goes like, "Get on this weird rocket contraption with me." The old guy, like I said, comes out with his bazooka and mm-hmm. gets bowed down immediately. Seems to be happy with that. Was just happy to be dead. Yeah. And then they take off on this uh, rocket propelled thing. Oh God, it's, so it's going dumb. very fast. Three hundred miles an hour. Their faces are like flapping. Yeah. yeah. 100% pure so adrenaline. Stupid. When they're struggling to hit the, the ejector switch. It seems it's, like you would make that easier to do. Yeah, you see, it, it, it seems like they wouldn't here. put it right out of reach. They Why would you put that. it way up there? Do you remember that happens in The Expanse, too? Yeah. Like the guy is like way over. It's up here. Yeah, it should it be there. literally right next to. Yeah, it should well, be guess, right here. I guess it shouldn't should be, be right that here. easy to hit because if you don't want to. Well, I mean, they like. You're not like well. You notice that it has like a, a cap on the switch, so you're not. It's not supposed to be just like easy to flip. Yeah, but you are supposed to be able to get to it. You should be able to like, hold it. But also, uh, should you even be in there in the first place? Well, uh, well I mean, if you're trying to come really hard, then yes. Hard and die. But you have to time it so that when you come hard is when you're ejecting out of the the rocket. Be ejecting out of your body. <laughs> we have to remember this old guy has has said that he pretty much wants to die. Yeah. What a way what a way nutty. to go. Um but yes, he, he Charlie Sheen eventually flicks the thing. They get launched up. It it actually is very It's a Die Hard uh, 2 shot. It, it looks just like the shot in Die Hard 2. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. In this case it's clearly uh ripping that off. And then they parachute, land in the middle of the desert. They find an old shack that has a <laughs> Bottle of booze. Oh yeah, <laughs> and enough in blankets to bone on. Convenient. Well, and, and, that, and this is the moment where it's kind of like, are they gonna? And I, I, vaguely, also, I vaguely also, remember. Shouldn't this from they the, be escaping right now? I guess they're waiting for something. I don't fucking know. And then they make out a little bit, and you're like, okay, I, I don't believe that for a second. She basically hired this guy on account of his incompetence, and. Uh, <laughs> 
I guess he has saved her life a couple times. Yeah, she saved his life. I mean, there's there are uh, quits on that. Isn't there a part where that like she gives him a gun and then he's like, "You didn't put any bullets in it." She's like, "The safety's on you, idiot." Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he literally says it's broken. That's broken. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah. She hates him, and she should. He's a piece of shit. Um, but where where are we now? We're getting towards the end here. I hope we're so. Like God, t- I hope so. We're toward t- towards the end game here. We know there's this plane. We go to an uh, airplane graveyard. They find the plane with all the gold in it. And, and then, all the dead bodies. Yeah, there's a bunch of dead bodies in there. Which like, you know, totally squicks out Charlie Sheen. He's like, there's actual dead people in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good line. What was it? What's the actual line? Oh, no. He said, yeah. Oh, no. Genuine dead people. Genuine dead people. <laughs> and then she fucks with him again where he's like, is there Because uh, he, he's like, there's this... Um, Thing, thing that she's looking for, he, and she won't tell him what it is. It turns out to be gold, but he thinks it's like a nuke or something like that. And she's like, "Is it a nuke? Is there nuclear material on here?" And then she like pu- pulls the pick the top of a pot off and is like, "Use this to cover up your testicles." Yeah. So she's still fucking with him at this point, <laughs> and he falls for it because he's a fucking idiot. And then they've got the gold, and he just and he you get this line from Charlie Sheen where he's like saying why he's deciding to stay on board with this, and it's very it's very screenplayish. <laughs> Yeah. Where you're like, okay. Where he goes, I spent 10 years chasing Russian gold. Maybe it's not a medal around my neck, but it still feels good to be like holding these actual gold bars that they have that she is, of course, going to use to save her family. And the bad guys are going to use to become Putin. Um, Yeah. And then, okay. So then we're just at the final part. They, they capture her. They're up in a plane. Well, uh, well, first. Like they get her, and then Charlie Sheen like is trying to get catch up with them. Yeah, and he's trying to get the plane to to not be able to take off. So then he so he goes and uh, tries to convince this guy at the airfield that he's a federal marshal or something. Weird. And the guy is trying to make like a fucking collect call with his phone card and his all this shtick. Phone card. Meanwhile, Christopher McDonald shows up and he's got this. He's got Natasha, Natasha Kinski in the trunk of this car, and Gandolfini's like, "What's with the car?" And he's like, "Well, this is a Cadillac Elante. They don't make these anymore. It's a fucking classic car." And I'm like, "This sucks." <laughs> <laughs> like, where's this coming from? Why are we doing this? <laughs> and it's all to set up the stunt at the end. And I'll say this for Terminal Velocity: good stunts. It's it's some awesome shit at the end. Yeah, yeah. and throughout the whole thing. But the the ending is obviously it's basically like the reason for being for this movie is this somebody came up with this the concept of this final scene and it's like oh, now we fill it in yeah we fill in the rest of the movie um, it seems like they figured out what if we did a stunt where somebody's got to get her out of the back of the trunk while it's flying through the air and then retroactively wrote Ab- to that point yeah absolutely and then they built the movie around it and and yeah. it's cool it is cool uh, they yeah. seem to put a lot of re- like time and energy into it's it it's a really good stunt it's it's Bond quality it's good and he ha- and so he, and it's from from the beginning he gets this guy to um who has a, like a biplane pilot uh he commandeers this guy's plane and has him pilot yeah. it and then so he's got to fly up they have like the back of this hu- this big cargo plane open yeah and he fl- and it's the real like a real guy does this where they fly up and he he's sitting on top of the wing yeah and then he like grabs the the he, and, he, the and he inverts thing. the plane so that he's sitting on a different part of the plane now and, and gets onto the... It's pretty fucking it's cool. cool. Yeah. I, I was it's, just going like, the last fuck. The last 15 minutes of this, like I wouldn't say they rescued the movie, but I was like, okay, here we go. This is this is the stuff that I want to see. Yeah, and, and a lot of it is real stunts, and a lot of it is just pretty like neat-looking effect. I just think yeah. they do a good job at it. Do you think that Drop Zone and Terminal Velocity both use the same like parachute consultant since it was from 1994? 
If so, that person was busy yeah. that day. Uh, but how many? Yeah, exactly. It's like there's not a lot of like parachute extreme movies. I mean, there's two that came out in 1994. And then so there were six in 95. So. <laughs> so you would think that it would there would be like yeah. the one main like guy that you'd go to for these kind Johnny of things, Parachute? right? Johnny Parrish. <laughs> it's interesting. Johnny I guess, I guess would it be like the stunt coordinator or something? Parachute, well, I'll tell you what. Just go guy. to just go any to anybody's place. Go to any skydiving school, and you'll see a picture of Johnny Parachute there because they all take pictures of themselves <laughs> in their parachutes. With their parachutes, just in case. Uh, oh, I, I wanted to point out that like towards the end here, where there, where she's like putting him in a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is like fun poetry. They rhyme sort of thing where where she's because she's in charge now and he's climbing in and she pats him on the butt and goes hop on. You're like oh the thing that she did to her. Yeah. And in that moment she switched. She got rid of sexism. Yep, <laughs> she won. <laughs> she beat. She defeated the patriarchy in that scene. Uh, but okay, yeah. So now we're like he, f- the the plane, the biplane guy flies it, and it's just like real people doing real shit, and it's blo- blows my mind. I'm, I'm a little freaked out. I by was this a little, sort of I thing. was a little surprised that. Uh, I mean, I guess they couldn't because they need the gold, but like the plane doesn't blow up. They don't blow the no, plane. No, the guy up. just lands the plane. Yeah, they the, do need the gold. And the pilot there. is just some guy, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm not doing this anymore," and he just lands. Yeah. <laughs> that was a whole lot of business that we yeah. went through. But yeah, it's yeah. So they. They're they're fighting. They're squabbling around with uh, Natasha Kinski. She gets locked in the trunk. Charlie Sheen pulls himself up from the biplane. Now they're fighting in there, and then of, of course the car gets dropped out of the plane. Mm-hmm. And now he's holding on to the car, and he is and he has to get the keys out of the ignition. Yeah. And then crawl back towards the trunk, and then of course it's probably not easy to get the keys into the ignition while you're going terminal velocity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they clearly did, like, drop a car. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was, like, a model of a car, and they had to do it several times. But it's like, damn, look at that. There's a guy clinging to a, a real it looks really good. car-looking thing falling through the sky. Yeah. Ah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's there's some crummy uh, green screen stuff a lot of the time. Same same yes. in, same in drop zone. Oh yeah, but uh, but it still doesn't matter. Like the stunt it really itself, they me. clearly did it, and it looks really good. And there's a certain they start to really get into topping themselves during this final scene too, where they're kind of like, this is really. This is the whole point of the movie, so let's milk this mother. Yeah. So he gets her out, and they blow their, um, they blow their, <laughs> their Blows. parachutes. There you go. And then they're par- they're parachuting, and then and uh, there's like fantastic like who gives a shit like uh, geography here where they uh, almost land, but then they're at the lip of a canyon, <laughs> and they go whoop, and now they're going to the canyon. Uh, the car explodes behind them. That's really cool. Oh, their uh, parachute catches fire. Yes. They fall off the edge of this canyon. He drops his reserve chute, and now they're flying through um, windmills. Oh, yeah. Uh, wind turbines. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, no, the wind turbines. <laughs> they have to go through those, and you're like, fuck, man, this is really It's, it's funny, too, because they're, they, there are, like, multiple shots where they make it look like they're really, really close to these things, and then Charlie Sheen just lands. And it's like, and oh, I lands, guess, and I it's guess you did it. Right? That's fine. I was pretty delighted by this stuff. And, and then the, the funniest part for me was watching this going like, oh, Gandolfini's going into one of those things. You know it. <laughs> so this this I, is the movie where James Gandolfini dies in a <laughs> giant wind windmill. turbine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's I looked great. it up, and the stunt skydiving coordinator for this movie for Terminal Velocity, Terminal Philosophy, Terminal Philosophy, Jordan um, Peterson story, is, the, so- the Socrates story, oh, okay. <laughs> is a guy named Jim Wallace who also did it for Point Break. Oh, um, and then Jim. guys, good. And then for Drop Zone, it was a woman named Kate Cooper. Hey, uh, uh, typical. She sucks. Sexism. 
<laughs> well, it, was, it was the better movie, though. It was. Drop Zone? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, relatively speaking, the, the I two, mean, there are more. There are more the sure, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. I do. I thought I was practically squee- squealing with glee during this sequence, but of course, it, it's only it's like <laughs> ten. Practically minutes long. squealing with glee, but not. I really. think I might have been doing this, okay, like a little baby hand claps like while it was happening. <laughs> Monkey with cymbals. <laughs> and then, of course, there's they have to have like a final fight scene between uh, James Gandolfini and Charlie Sheen. And Charlie Sheen's not so good at fighting, and James Gandolfini is the size of a Kodiak bear. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's he's going to have to defeat him using parachuting. He pulls his, like, reserve shirt shoot ripcord. He gets blown by the wind and gets ground. He, like, hit, hits, a wind, hits a wind turbine. Yeah. And this is PG-13, so we can't. Huge disappointment. It's not all opinion. that fun. Not, not to be rated splats. R. You do see a little blood, like, on the blade of the turbine. You're mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. But you would love to see him just go to... Oh, yeah. Just blow up or something like that. Whatever. It's still James Gandolfini going into a wind turbine. I yeah. mean, that's pretty fun. And then we get this bizarre uh, uh, epilogue where they're in Russia. <laughs> yeah, being given medals by the Kremlin. And if you know they give him a medal. And he's like, I finally got my Russian gold. Uh, like, and he's trying to speak oh, Russian, he and he says stupid things because he, he doesn't know Russian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I am a butthole. Or something like yeah. that. I don't know what he, says. he does that stupid ass salute thing. Yeah, yeah. But we do get to see a three-legged dog, and then there's that a, is true. Because she talked about this dog, and he's like, "I don't believe you about your family and the three-legged dog." And then at the end, the three-legged dog appears, Aww. and he's like, "Hey, it's tripod." And yeah. then there's a freeze frame on the dog. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Roll credits. That was great. I also thought, like, just true to the nature of this character, at the very end, <laughs> he's at this Russian ceremony <laughs> after all this shit. Where like I don't know the fucking pre- like Yeltsin or whatever mm-hmm. is giving a medal to his girlfriend for heroism and he's checking his watch. <laughs> he's like such a fucking schmuck. This is so boring. The thing that I what was mad about asshole. when it ended was that they there wasn't a picture of the dog wearing a parachute in her apartment. Oh my god. Oh my god. Tripod is real and and he's a he's a he pro parachuter. Is good at parachuting. <laughs> That would have you been can so tell tight. from the picture that he's like he's. This well, isn't the one first time he. he yeah, because he, he lost a leg in a in a parachuting accident. Do you think right. dogs? Uh, do you think any dog has ever uh, skydived? Absolutely. Probably not solo. No, no, no. Not by themselves. No, of course not. <laughs> well, I mean, you asked. You could take the dog and <laughs> but hold with it another and dog. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Two, two dogs. dogs. Two dogs. Yeah, like don't be stupid. <laughs> pull the cord and then let the dog go. That may be too much for their little hearts. I don't think the dog would be happy with that. That's. I believe that probably you strap a dog to a person. But do you think that's? I feel like it's too much for them. Well, some dogs could probably do it. Lily some dogs do can it. handle it. I don't think Lily would like it. Dog skydiving. That squirrel can water ski. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you guys! No, did you find some dog there? We're, we're frantically googling. I'm gonna cry. Oh, why does it do this? Oh, oh yeah, God. that dog's it's, it's not freaking out that much. There's some dogs. His cheeks that are, are like. Ooh. There's some dogs that are just like, as long as they're masters with them, they're like, I guess this is cool. This is what's happening to them. You wouldn't have made me do this if it wasn't fine. So that's that's true. <laughs> oh shit! I could buy this book called Dog Heroes Skydiving Dogs for twenty one dollars. <laughs> twenty? That only only twenty one dollars. Yeah. So if you guys want to join our Patreon for four fifty <laughs> a month, it would help me fund my skydiving dogs, dog heroes, uh, Bearport Publishing book. Please join the Patreon, everybody. Um, but they okay. So here's some lines. Uh, this was a funny. Like they p- keep emphasizing how stupid uh, Charlie Sheen's character is. Interesting. Uh, where she's. Um, I think this is the that this is that guy that old weirdo who builds the rocket thing. Uh, he's trying to sell him this knife that he got off of Christopher McDonald. This Russian knife. 
And he's like, uh, what's this writing on the side? And the old guy goes, that's Cyrillic. And he goes, from Syria? And the guy goes, like, Sh- get, shut the fuck up and get out of my face. <laughs> Uh, and then they, there's a little bit of an attempt to kind of do hard-boiled dialogue through this whole thing, mm. where Charlie Sheen is always kind of talking like a pervy dude version of, like, Sam Spade or something. Mm. And he's talking about, this is when he's talking to Ben Pinkwater, of course. Yesterday, this wet dream walks into my place. Oof. And you're like, gross. And then and then he goes, you think she was lying to you? And he goes, I think she did for bullshit what Stonehenge did for rocks. <sighs> What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he, she, he made um, she made a dis, uh, a cultural display out of that that, bullshit. No, that no one really knows what it was for. <laughs> a mysterious cultural ancient <laughs> cultural display that possibly had to do with the uh, astrology. Because that's what I think of when I think of rocks is Stonehenge. <laughs> oh man, Stonehenge! You really did it with rocks, baby. Yeah, I didn't think shit of rocks until Stonehenge came along, and then I was like, oh, rocks. The druids. <laughs> no one knows who they were or what they were doing. Nope. nope. Still. <laughs> Stupid. What the fuck does that mean? God. It's crazy line. I hate that line. Uh, Good stuff. And this is um, where she's going, like, we have to go. Oh, sh- this is like a bunch of actions happening, and she's got a gun to his head. She wants him to give her the disc, this tiny little. Yeah. This, was, this was also during the time when, like, the height of information storing was tiny CDs. Yeah, really like, small little, ones. Like, oh, that's such a small CD. And uh, she's like, "Give me the disc," and he's like, "I don't have it." And she's like, "I'm gonna count to, I'm gonna count to five. One, two, four. And he goes, "What happened to three? And she goes, "She goes, three got his balls blown off while you were counting." And now we're at what? seven, really. So, so dumb. I hate that three stuff. got his his the three is a he. She Seven, genders eight, the number three. Yeah, three is a boy. Do you guys not gender numbers when you think of numbers? <laughs> it does sort of have a dick. Four is a girl. Four is definitely a girl. <laughs> yeah, there's certain. It's seven, it's, eight, nine. Eight's definitely a girl. Seven's a girl. And no, so it's a boy. Eight's you think a boy. eight's a boy? Yeah. I think nine. So Nine's I think a girl. Eight and nine are girls. Nine's a girl. Eight's a boy. Seven's a girl. Ten is a boy. Ten's a boy. Ten's a boy. Come on. <laughs> No, ten is Bo Derek. <laughs> Brains. Um, oh, he refers to. Uh, she's like these guys are are, are all H, are all KGB or whatever. And he goes, "Come on, it's the KG used to be." Good one. <laughs> and then, uh, and this is when he's mad at her, and he goes, "What's the uh, Russian word for ass?" And she goes, "Jopa." And he goes, "Smoke my jopa, please." <laughs> This is, this is the hero of the movie. I'm getting like more annoyed. I hate this movie than ever right more. now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's really, he really just tra- is terrible. I was trained. The to part, s- the part where we do this in every movie is always the part where I'm like, I watched this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember this stuff because if I had, if I did remember it, I'd have been more mad. <laughs> I was, uh, we already pointed it out, but it because <laughs> your brain me. protects you from it. It's it, like mm. don't you don't need to really remember this. I was trained to swallow all sort of things. Careful, I may have to marry you. Uh, I was trained to swallow things that'll make a billy goat puke. Is probably what the line should be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. Ratings. Uh, two and a half, Juds. Mostly for the last fifteen minutes. Awesome. I found this mostly boring. Uh, and I hated I hated Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah, that's natural. But the last few minutes, fifteen minutes, like are kind of worth it. Like they're great. I, I thought it was awesome. Um, I'm gonna give it like half a Douglas for all the innuendo. Um, He's trained to swallow all kinds. Of, don't, I hate it. Don't. I hate it. And the makeout. Yeah, just not good. Didn't like that. And I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Uh, suicide comes leads. 
<sighs> Boy, that guy. I want to I see a movie about that guy and how he got to this place in his life. <laughs> yeah. I want to die, but I want to do it crazy. <laughs> I'm going out. I'm going out my way. <laughs> uh, I give, I'm going to give it three. I still, I mean, it's not very good and up until, like, it's, like we said, built around the action scene at the end, which is quite good. Um, but there's the whole rest of the movie. But I think that there's something strange and interesting about, like, being casting Charlie Sheen as Charlie Sheen and then, and then asking you to... I guess root for him for some reason. Yeah, it's but they're pretty like he is a he is a sleaze bag and he is bad at his job. It's like they're not trying to ask you to believe that he's awesome or something. It's very strange. And James Gandolfini and Christopher McDonald, I thought were really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give it. I'll just give it one for trying to swallow all sorts of things. <laughs> and uh, and I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Inexplicably laughable haircuts. Mm. All right, oh, man. I'm gonna give it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it two and a half Juds. Also, um, there there are parts of this that I thought were pretty cool, but it, you know, Charlie Sheen's just so fucking unlikable and terrible <laughs> that it made it made it painful to watch this movie. I'm enjoying this round of Charlie Sheen. Also, hate. yeah. Also, it just like took. The pacing was great, but I still, like I said, it took so long for me to even know what was happening and what was the goal of everything. Um, and there wasn't enough parachuting, uh, per- in my personal opinion. And I give it zero Douglases, and I give it uh, <laughs> three out of three three-legged dogs. Mm, excellent. Perfect. All right, moving, moving on. on to December 1994's Drop Zone, directed by John Badham. John Badham. War, War Games, Saturday Night Fever, Blue Thunder fame. What I'm offering you, no one else in the world can provide. No one else. Two million dollars a month for the operations and names of every undercover agent in the world. And I'm willing to prove it by doing it one time for free. In a world of high-tech secrets, the survival of justice is at stake. The whole system's going down. And all that stands between anarchy and order is one man. You got evidence, make your case to the FBI. You're gonna have to do better than this time on Creef, fella. He's DEA. On Creef is DEA? We tested your free sample and decided we want more. God bless America. A setup. A what? A setup. What are you saying, Nesca? If you want my help, 15,000. 15,000? What do you care anyway? It's the government's money. The other U.S. Marshal has acquired some information. I'm impressed. Not with you. The other Marshal. A 747 and 500 knots could rip a jumper clear apart. Stakeout and another stakeout. That's right. Yeah, this guy's. This guy's pretty short circuit. Yeah. It's, uh. Silly. It's, you Johnny this Five. movie's also silly in ways that I was not expecting. Yep. I think the ways that terminal velocity is silly you would expect, and in this one you're like, what the hell? This this one is a bit more of a like. One thing we didn't mention in terminal velocity was the very Michael Kamenish score. Oh yeah, which sounded like you know a diehard knockoff score, very which much, I, which I enjoyed at times. Like, yeah, it seemed like, like they just. I was like, did Michael Caton? Did Michael Kamen write this music? And he didn't. But yeah, it's wild. Uh, and then, but this one uh, is very much more like it. Definitely has more of the feel of the mid of the early '90s, like Joel Silver, you know, action movie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, whereas Terminal Velocity, I don't think really had that vibe. This does. This is also both of these movies, by the way, made me wish I was watching Fair Game again. Oh, Fair Game! We loved Fair Game. Fair Game was fun. Anyway, this movie is R-rated, I believe. Nope. Is it not? I thought nope. there was a lot of swearing in it. Nope. Hmm. Well, either way, they both they both. I thought that this one was R, but you'd think it was PG thirteen. It was PG thirteen, like, I believe. I think uh, I thought so. Anyway, I thought there was a lot of swear. I'll look it up. It doesn't matter all that much because there's too much swearing for Travis. But, oh, I wanted to point out, but like outside of the. Um, the regular the regular scores, both Drop Zone and Terminal Velocity, have the dumbest guitar scores. Drop Drop Zone These has a Hans Zimmer score. Yeah, it's Which Drop Zone is Hans Zimmer, but it's still just like dudes yeah. wailing on guitars. Oh yeah, it's like you know this extreme it's cool dude. shit. Cool, cool dudes are gonna watch this, so fucking wail on guitar. It's like you know, cool it's like a like self parody. Yeah, they feel like self parody. Like this is the music that would be playing in a McBain episode or something <laughs> like that. I mean, it sounds just like that. This uh, one also has a marginally better cast. I like this cha- one the they, best. But like the last one, one that we coolest. do is is ten years later, and they change, and it's EDM. Yeah. Oh god, that was awful. The, like the the music has changed. This also has Kyle Secor, and it has uh, Clark Johnson shows up. Gary Busey's the bad guy. Malcolm Jamal Warner is Wesley Snipes' partner. I think one of the, the probably the highlight of the movie is Michael Jeter. Michael Jeter, yeah, doing his own stunts. Yeah, he's the, and he's the only he's one the who only did it. One. Yeah, they couldn't get the insurance to get me on board for anybody else doing their own stunts. But with Derek, or my, I'm going to be saying Derek Jeter. I'm sorry, he's somewhat <laughs> different from Derek Jeter. It's Michael <laughs> Jeter uh, from Evening Shade and tons of other stuff. He's great. Um, but if you ever see Michael motherfucking Jeter, then it's totally him jumping out of a plane. Yeah, it's awesome. That might be the highlight of the whole movie. Um, but so we we get him at the, right at the very beginning. Right? Yeah, he's in prison and he's feeding the cats in the yard. <laughs> And uh, yeah. and then this guy tries to shank him, and it turns out that he's a a mob witness that he is uh, was a hacker accountant for the Chinese triad. Is it already? Oh yeah, okay. just, that's but that's kind of my point is that you wouldn't think so. It's just there's oh, a bunch of F, there's just a bunch of f bombs in it. You could easily make it PG thirteen. It's strange. But uh, anyway, he's he's a he's a mob witness. He was an accountant hacker for the Chinese mafia who you know is basically flipped on them. He's going to testify. And now they were trying to kill him. So the federal marshals bring in Wesley Snipes and his partner, Malcolm Jamal Warner, to escort him to another facility. Mm-hmm. Isn't it his brother? He says brother, but why would it be his brother? I thought he was just talking about his partner in a more fraternal way. It's his brother. What? I think it's to make it more personal. Yeah. But that doesn't make any fucking sense. Brothers who work together. He refers to him as his brother in context where like you, would, you wouldn't say that unless he was your real, real, I guess, real brother. I just didn't think that made any sense. Uh, yeah, it's it's a silly movie. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of weird shit in this They're movie. They're U.S. Marshall Brothers. I think this movie's pretty strange. And I mean, li- just like Backdraft. I guess. There you go, Come Backdraft. I think that they just needed to add that extra because he really goes out like out of his way to make this shit personal. And yeah. I think that they maybe weren't confident enough that because you 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 only know Malcolm Jamal Warner for five minutes right. before he gets killed and maybe they were like sucked out. is it enough that they're partners to justify him basically altering the course of his life to go do this he has to be his brother too let's make him his brother too then he'd be really I did, I did like how Malcolm Jamal, Jamal Jamal Warner got sucked out of an airplane after rescuing a little girl from getting sucking, sucked out of an airplane yeah that was pretty funny um, that whole oh, that whole uh, like kidnap uh, on the airplane scene is pretty good surprisingly I, I I love watching people get sucked out of airplanes, but it's true. I love watching when if I'm watching like a horror, like like Final I Destination. People, I love watching people getting sucked like, off on airplanes. 
Well, that's different. Is it? But I uh, love, or just like, because it's just such a creepy thing. Like all, all of a sudden, like I don't know that pressure. Did you did you see that that had happened a couple of days ago? Nobody yeah, got sucked out. Nobody but got sucked the, out. But that's there was a plane a uh, in leaving a plane. Portland, and and you know how when you're on an airplane and like sometimes they plug the emergency exit because there's less seats on the plane, so that's not an exit anymore. It's just a a piece of wall. It's mm-hmm. called a plug, mm. and that thing popped right out. Yeah, they grounded at like sixteen thousand feet. They grounded Ugh, a bunch of planes. So Supposedly, scary. it sucked a little kid's shirt off of him. That's funny. But he was buckled up. <laughs> yeah. Now that's Whee! funny. Buckle up, motherfuckers. Yeah, put that seatbelt on, people. <laughs> you lose, you lose your shirt, but this mm. could be a lot worse. Uh, this goes. This is way worse than that. Yes. Okay. So, like, it's. My, I, I just wanted to like say some of this dialogue between Malcolm Jamal Warner and Wesley Snipes while they're driving up to prison. They're gonna pick up. Derek, Michael, Michael Jeter, Michael Jeter, and they're going to take him. <laughs> and to they're the having to talk about Wesley Snipes' personal life. Yes, Malcolm Jamal Warner is more settled down. I think he's got a wife, and he's like, uh, "Why don't you, um, why don't you, you know, settle down with a lady? You need to find a good woman. You know, like someone's going to keep you interested." And he's like, "You got to stop uh, running with the wolves." And then Wesley Snipes goes, "Run with the wolves? I told you about watching that Oprah shit." And you're like, Oprah. That is run a re- the, that is a reference to a book called Women Who Run with the Wolves. Oh, is it really? Yes. Okay, so that oh, does make and Oprah sense. Oprah probably had it on her book club. Yes. And then at one point, which uh, means that that guy is the the nerd for even knowing that. It's, well, he knows that because he lives with a woman. Oh. That's I think that's kind of what he's saying. He's like, you're you're drinking the Kool Aid because you got a wife. No, I'm saying the fact that Wesley Snipes knows that that's oh, an yes. Oprah reference I see. means they both that know. They both know. They both, they both know. know. Yeah. yeah, must have been really famous at the time. I did not. But then at one point he goes like, I want you to find you know, like he's like, you gonna set me up? Hopefully not like that Mongolian feminist you set me up with. And this comes up several times. The oh, Mongolian. Yeah. Feminist. Oh yeah, because oh god, that's I the wrote, worst I kind of. And then, and that's down. the worst kind of Mongolian. And by then the way. Malcolm Jamal Warner goes, her name is Shanandra. And then Wesley Snipes goes, Gazuntite. Yes, this is the work. kind of shit we're dealing with through the whole movie, mm-hmm. because Wesley Snipes is playing essentially a comedic character. He's re- he's like trying to be funny in this movie. It's it's interesting that both of these movies, like they their protagonist is not the toughest guy around. Yeah, like they're he's not trying silly. to do that. He, yeah, I mean, like, and the st- the skydiving parts where it's like he's like, I don't want to do this. It sucks at it. It's like it's like uh, fucking Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon, like don't put a black man in the water kind of stuff. I mean, it's just like it's very corny, but I enjoyed it, and I love Wesley Snipes, so I'm down for whatever. But I like the idea that Wesley. I don't know if it's his choice or. I almost feel like he was like, "How about I'm feeling like how I play this look a little funnier?" And, and yeah. maybe they were kind of like, "Well, your brother's dead. I mean, maybe you maybe not be so goofy all the time." He's like, "Nah, I want to be funny." And no, he has nice. some pretty good line deliveries. <laughs> he in he this. does like impressions a yeah. couple times, and it's really weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard. It's, well, a lot of people don't really remember that. He, you know, Wesley didn't start out as an action guy. He started out as a dramatic actor who did yeah. comedy. A, an like act, White Man an Can't Jump was the one that made him the most famous. Yeah. Watch the Water Dance. Good movie. Actor. Yeah, he's great. Uh, of course, uh, New Jack City, which yes. is a silly oh, yeah. movie, but he's being an actor in be, it. Uh, Very good. Um, but yes, so they go, they pick up Michael Jeter, mm-hmm. get him on the plane. Michael Jeter's very funny throughout the whole thing. He's such a good hacker that it's like he's they inside bite the computer. his finger off. Yeah, this is, okay, so they're just flying with him, and then you see, like, evil people start to kind of gather around. You're like, well, this isn't going to go also, well. Also, how did they get the guns into the seat on the plane? 
They oh, do they? They explain some of this. They stuff. do later, but it doesn't make it's like somebody planted them. Is all they really. I say. think that they they honestly dismissed that by going, "You could get guns in there, but the the but the parachutes, that's the hard part." Yeah, and you're like, weird. I don't know about that. You're along for the ride. You're just gonna have to take take them at their word yeah. for a lot of this stuff. But then, of course, Gary Busey like shows up on the plane and is like, "Hi." I'm certainly no need to be concerned about me being here. And, and I'm like, well, I am going to be concerned, Gary Busey. Yeah. And, of course, this turns into a hijacking situation. And a lot of this is a clusterfuck, and it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to both kidnap Michael Jeter and make it seem like he died. Yes. And that's why they bite his finger off and spit it. Because that's going to be like, they found a finger, so he's dead Yeah, in the in the wreckage or whatever it is in the aftermath. And then they take off with him. Is this the? This isn't the scene where we see Michael Jeter actually skydiving. For no, that's later. Time. Yeah, because this is all kind of in a haze. But we get like a bomb going off and mm-hmm. people getting sucked out and lots of this. And it's, I was kind of surprised at how well it was. It's, saved. it's well executed. Yeah, I yeah, like it. it's fairly intense. Uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner gets shot in the fracas. Yeah, and uh, and then he's and like while he's shot, he's still trying to save lives. A little girl is almost yeah. sucked out. He and saves he her. Saves her before he goes. So now you have your motivating factor for uh, the th- entire rest of the movie. So he wants to make this personal, but the death of his brother doesn't <laughs> preclude him, doesn't necessarily put a shadow over him. He's very goofy through the rest of the movie. Um, but he's he's uh, he's him and his uh, deceased brother are now getting the blame mm-hmm. for this. Yes, uh, they the the. Feds or whoever are looking for a fall guy for this incident, and you guys are it. You fucked up. I didn't understand. This doesn't why. make any sense. I was like, why would they suspend him? He not only lost his brother, but he also like helped like save lives and like. Yeah, it's nonsense. He didn't do shit. I think he didn't do shit. He didn't do shit. But like somehow they're getting blamed for the bomb, like antagonizing the terrorists into setting off the bomb or something. It's nonsense. they need to look like they're doing something to be in control or whatever. It's just like one of those cases where the movie needed this to happen, so that's yeah, why. Yeah, because the script says so. And they were like, we're not gonna look for bad guys because no one could survive parachuting. Yes. From a commercial jet at <laughs> yeah, three thousand. They're like, they're that. like, there's no way that anyone has ever parachuted from a commercial jet at thirty thousand feet and lived. So we're not even gonna look for these bad guys. Yeah. They are dead. Let's close the book on this. Can't be done. And none of the other Can't passengers on the plane seem to have any knowledge of. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there is a scene later where they go to interview the little girl, and she's. Yeah. Could be more helpful. <laughs> I understand that she's traumatized, but come on. Yeah, and then her, Help mom, out a her little mom's bit here. real bitch about Stop it. Stop interviewing my daughter about all that about the horrible, <laughs> terrible incident. I guess I get where she's coming from, but come on, help out a little bit here, girl. Uh, girl. Girl. Yeah, girl. Um yeah, but girl. now but so this is for some reason they've decided this needs to be Wesley Snipes going off and doing this on his own. I it could just <clears> as easily be like they're not punishing him or, or firing or suspending him and it's just like now go solve this crime. <laughs> Yeah. For some reason, now it has to be yeah. personal, and he's doing it by himself. It's strange. And so he goes undercover to try to find li- these bad guy skydivers. Bad guy divers. It's mm. good. I did like that there is a focus in this movie in a way that there aren't an a- almost anything like this, where like he spends a good 20 minutes of screen time learning how to skydive. Mon- we got montages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, There's you sh- lots like- of skydiving in this. And there's just, there's so, like, even in Point Break, it's like they take Johnny Utah onto the plane and give him a parachute and he jumps out of the plane and he lands safely. It's like, I don't think you could just do that. No, it's important. In this, it was very important to show that you can't just do that. Yeah. And they were, they're testing out where you, like, are over a 
Yeah, the wind thing. The wind thing. Yeah. And it showed that, like, you can't, like, he'll, like, fall, you yeah, know. Yeah, you have to learn how to balance yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. balance. Yeah. So, I mean, that was I liked that. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And Wesley Snipes is in comedy mode in this, so when he's, like, fucking up and stuff, he's being funny about it. It's, yeah. It's interesting. Uh, interesting choices. It was a joyful montage. And he and he, he basically falls in with this skydiving crew with that's led by <laughs> Yancey Butler. Falls in. With Yancey from, there you go. Butler. From Hard Target. And uh, fucking Parker Lewis, Corin yeah, Nemec, uh, Grace Zabriskie is, it, Grace is Zabriskie? the pilot who oh, plays yeah. someone who's playing sober in this, which yeah. is unusual. Yeah. She's not on any pills yeah. in this role. Yancey Butler, I, I love in Hard Target. She's good in a, a bunch of other stuff too. Is, is a sad story. Don't look up her, yeah, don't her look Wikipedia. Up what, yeah. what is it? Uh, who? But she's good in this. Yancey? She's sort of good at this. <laughs> she's she's, fine. she's doing Sarah Connor in this. Did a little you bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like uh, Linda Hamilton is Sarah Connor sort of thing. It's kind of fascinating. But she's like she, it's, she. They do. They don't make too much of a meal of it. But they're, they're like her name is like Jesse Storm or something. Jesse Crossman. He's like, yeah, uh, Crossman. He's, he's like I'm looking for Jesse Crossman, and she, she's like it's actually me, a woman. Whoa, you know, like Uh-oh. that kind of thing. If that happened, if that happened to me, like if I went to skydiving school and thought it was a, be a dude, and then it turned out to be a chick, I would leave. I would probably like. I wouldn't do lo- it. I would lower my sunglasses. Girls like can't this. skydive. A girl skydiver? That's a man thing. Now Sky- I've seen everything. Skydiving is for men. Exactly. I think. As far as I know. You're not putting one over on me, <laughs> lady skydiver. Uh, great. Um, so he's, like, disappointed. They're, they're, it's like a shithole sort of thing. They're, it's like they're, a shithole sort of thing? They're, like, scrappy, and their planes are always busted, and they're, like, weirdos and stuff. So they're, like, a they're scrappy like, underdog It's kind of like that scene in Pearl Harbor where they're, like, Ben Affleck, this is your plane, old chap. Sorry about the hose and the blood. Yeah. This all kind of sucks, but uh, eventually you'll become friends with all these people. Yeah, and uh, and it's they're 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 scrappy. They're scrappy, I guess. And he's not a cop anymore, so this is just full on his own ass thing that he's got, that he's got going. I on. I like the part where he like is starting to make some headway in the case, and he goes to his old boss, and his boss <laughs> is like, "You know, it's really bad for you to be undercover when you're suspended, right?" <laughs> yeah. and Wesley Snipes is like, uh, "Okay, yeah." But I'm Wesley. But good, I'm Wesley Snipes. Good talk. I gotta do it. <laughs> Uh, so, so this is the, the, I think he, he's under a different, I think Yancey knows that he's a, that he's a cop. But I don't he, fucking remember. He, but for, mm. he needs to keep his undercover, uh, I was tuning out during the middle of this for, movie. Yeah, a lot, because a lot of it's just totally needed. And there's some weird drama between, like, her and some other guy, and I, I just yeah, couldn't well, follow he, it. He's a member of the other, of the evil Paris, of the right. evil terrorist uh, parachuting crew, and she used to be a lo- they used to be lovers, right? And they had a falling out, but she's still kind of she's a loyal person to a fault. But then Gary Busey kills him. Gary oh Busey my God. kills in the, him in the best in the best on screen murder I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life, because they're they're parachuting, <coughs> and Busey just slowly guides his parachute over to this guy. Hook like hooks him somehow. He lands on hit the top of his parachute and then, with his and butt, and then slowly and guides him. guides him towards this like power supply tower. <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, let go, let Gary go!" Busey, you and it's asshole. just like very slowly until he just gets electrocuted. Yeah. Oh yeah, he lands on a power station. And I, like, gah, 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 gah. I loved that so much. That and was so fucking bonkers. And this is the sort of movie where Yancey Butler hears about how this guy died later, and I was like, "He would never. He's such a good parachuter. He would never let that." And you're like, "I guess." I don't know. They're like, she, "He wouldn't be flying around the supply he like just the wouldn't. tower. So he just she wouldn't knows, be there." She's so good at parachuting stuff. She knows something's up and, the, and then later she like looks at his shoot and there's nothing wrong with his shoot so it's like yeah either he went there on purpose or 
a villain slowly guided him there with his own parachute. But he was a bad guy. There should have been a shot of him like with a broomstick, just like nudging him toward the scene. Hey, hey, hey! hey. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, get over there. Uh, But there's, it's like two. It is like two montages happening because Wesley Snipes is learning how to parachute. Mm And everybody's going, at first, is like, you suck at parachuting. And then by the end, they're like, well, you got to hand it to him. And also at the beginning, he's like, I hate this. Why would you do this? And then he gets good. He's like, this is great. I love you. Oh, he loves it. It's great. And there's like the getting the team together montage, too. But then at the same time, Gary Busey and and the evil parachuters are like training about how to land on the top of buildings Mm -hmm. like and do a real tight, quick operation where they run in, do some like, uh, it's it's parachuting and hacking in this movie. Yes. Michael Jeter, Derek. Michael Michael Jeter <laughs> will go in there and hack real quick, but and Michael Jeter's good at all this at the hacking stuff, but he's uncomfortable with the parachuting. Yeah. So like, they keep on training yes. by like pushing him out of planes over and over again. And this is where you get the real. And I'll post it online where you get the real footage of uh, Michael Jeter. And he looks terrified, but he's really doing it. Did you like <laughs> the part awesome. where where Gary Busey is like in there because it's a lot of this is shot in Florida. He's like you know on their swamp hideout or whatever. They have a and, swamp hideout, and he's and he's like <laughs> looking on the computer at the at like the plans for their heist. And he's like, it's just this really funny moment where Gary Busey's sitting in front of a computer, and then you see the computer, and the computer has like the like a, a schematic of the top oh, of a building, funny. and some like little goofy arrows pop up, I and he's like, and you hear Busey, Busey is just going, yeah, all right. He goes, like they'll never know what hit him. He goes, this is gonna be so fucking easy. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you looking at? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what is this? I don't know. It's like not even a plan. It's like a little arrow and then some numbers, and I'm like, what the fuck is I mean? What am I looking at oh, here? Man. Computers work, man. They I give you little cartoons that show you what you're. It's like do. the earliest version yeah. of the Paul Greengrass. What the fuck am I looking at? Cinema, where it's like just a shot of a monitor, and I guess some spy shit's happening. I don't know. I don't know if we have Gary going, yeah, over and over again. That'll and make he, it make he, sense. He does a little busy laugh, and he's like, ha, 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 this is great, great computer stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I love how this computer is doing the things that a computer oh, does. Oh man. Good it's stuff. Pretty, this movie's silly. I don't know. And then at one point, we bring in Kyle Secor as Swoop. This Dude, okay. Swoop is nuts. They, you, this is one of those characters that people so are talking crazy. about for a bunch before you meet him. Like He's a legendary swoop, swoop. parachuter. And He's then legendary. Like, as soon as he arrives, people can't stop talking about him, and you're like, "Fuck that guy! He's an asshole. He won't he talk sucks. to you unless unless he knows unless he's di- like dived with you, dove with you, divin. I don't divin care. I don't care for that. But, really... And when we we first meet him. Uh, he's like just chilling. He's like a hippie dude, and he's just like chilling on a window washing thing on the side of yes. like a high rise. Yeah, that's where he lives. That's where he lives. And they're like, "Hey, like, do you want to be part of our team or whatever?" And he won't talk to Wesley Snipes. Only talk to the. Do you girl. think he takes the elevator to get down, or does he just skydive out of his well, house? We see well, him just, do that. He he literally fake fall. He stands up crazy. like he's gonna he, yeah. like he's gonna join them, and then he like. Looks like he loses his balance and falls backwards, and everyone's really freaked out. But he's just here's, here's skydiving. I, like I like this because it's like it's like the um, like the the doorbell in the Goonies. Remember this? No. Like there's that whole contraption at the oh, house yeah. in the Goonies that rings the doorbell, and you're like. Just get a fucking regular. You got to reset that bowling ball. You got to get another egg from the chicken. You got to do all this. It's like if you're living, you know. I, I get that you like like to live on the edge, and skydiving is the way. You know, surfing's the source. Yeah. But uh, that seems like a schlep. Just take the elevator. You no, got to repack he, that parachute he, he, now. He craves the adrenaline, though. I don't that's, think, the, that's the only thing that keeps him going. I don't think that counts as adrenaline anymore. If it's just like how you go. I know. Honestly, this is like 
my review on Letterboxd was that fucking parachuting is their main mode of transportation in this yeah. movie. And, like, they don't care who knows it. Like, literally, <laughs> they'll go from one place to another through a parachute. And you're like, I didn't even know you guys were up high. Like, yeah. I thought you were just going to the next building. But all of a sudden, they're, like, coming in on their parachutes. You should, they which should I find fucking out, loved. Uh, you should, I loved how much parachuting was in this. There's a lot. You should find out that Swoop turned out this way because when he was a kid, his dad went out for cigarettes Dropped with him. a parachute and, oh. and never came back. There's a picture of his a framed picture of his dad with a parachute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like as a couple. That would be a, that would be a fantastic scene if it's just like looks like a regular house and he's a little kid and his dad goes, I'll be right back, son. And then he opens the door and it turns out they're three they're thirty thousand feet in the air and he just jumps out a window. There's a flashback to to the little to little boy swoop wanting to watch the movie up, but his dad is like, That's balloons, that's bullshit. You're not watching that shit. <laughs> not no son of mine. Uh, I also will say the 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 just to skip ahead a little bit, the, the plot is that these guys are training to enter a contest. to So they have to, like, qualify to get on a squad of parachuters that will perform at, like, a national holiday it's thing. It's Fourth of July. Fourth of July. And that's, it's a competition. It's a competition to get into, to get in. do, the thing. <laughs> do the thing. And then the thing is happening over certain restricted airspace and the restrictions will be loosened so they'll be able to parachute in on this building to do their crimes. And, and their crimes yes. is to get the names of all the undercover agents. Yes, the knock list. Yeah, so that uh, bad guys can kill them. Yeah. But, like, but like, let's review that stuff that you just said. Every aspect of that is insane. It doesn't yeah. make any fucking There's sense. There's so many extra steps to everything Completely here. insane. The idea that they're going to open up the airspace over Washington, D.C. for one day for a hell... For a for fireworks and shit. And the judged... This is, is so funny, the judged skydiving stuff. You, there's a judge on the ground, and they're skydiving, and you'll see him just looking up and going like, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah he's that's, really doing a good job there. That's, that's, that's what I was, I was like, shouldn't there be like there's one there. judge up there, and then the, a mid-level judge, and then one well, on the Well, you know, ground? you do see, and, and it's part, you know, it's a product of how they shot the movie, but you do see like camera guys and stuff in the backgrounds of these shots and safety dudes, yes. you know, yeah. so they can work that into the shot. But it is nuts that they are training to be qualified through this competition in order to get to, yeah, like. I was that, wild. I like, all, aren't you guys bad guys? Can't you just skip just that skip step? Skip that part, yeah. Or do we really need to train real hard? And they, they even do a so bit where, like, part they legally. sabotage Coronemic's parachute. Oh, man. You know, to, like, blow the other team's chances of getting onto the final squad. Now, I bring all this up, though, because we were talking about Swoop. And Swoop is, you know, entering into this competition with them, too. Fucking Swoop. And he does this thing where he, like, basically smothers a dude with his parachute. Yes. And he then and then he pulls his emergency chute to get down, and everybody is like, that was so cool. It's like you almost killed this guy. For no reason. For There's just, no reason. It's like, yeah, he's just fucking with him. And they have a term for it. It's called a gift wrap. It's called a gift wrap. They go, he's gift wrapping him, and you're like, why? Don't do yeah, that. Don't I mean, do that. It does turn out that the guy he's doing it to is a bad guy, but he doesn't fucking know that. And and like all the other skydivers are all like, dude, that was so sweet. And I'm like, everybody, <laughs> I kind of feel like in real life they would be like ostracizing this guy from their community. Swoop They'd be like, this guy is a by menace. The rules. Some he... stuff like that happens in extreme ops too, where this is just completely disconnected from any like human reality. Yeah. yeah. And this is for the first and not the last time people are going swoop, swoop, swoop. Like everybody loves swoop. You the you the viewer do not much care for swoop. The only I swoop I like you. is the uh, Dinobot. <laughs> sure. I want to. I want to point out that this is the way Swoop is like one of the 
And it's, people, it's Kyle Secor, too, who I always just remember from Homicide. Just vaguely looks familiar. He's not, It's not like he's awesome. He was Andre time. Brower's partner on Homicide. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, this is like two people talking about Swoop before we meet Swoop. Because, mm. you know, people are talking about him before we meet him. People are talking about him when he's not around. People love Swoop. Whenever Swoop's not on screen, you should be wondering, where's Swoop? Which is <laughs> what they say about Poochie, and he is kind of a Poochie kind of guy. Yeah, they rostified him about 20%. They he kind of did. He even actually he does, does have a little dreads. He does a little rostified. Yeah. Uh, but this is what... This is what um, Yancey Butler goes, no, like somebody, that I think Corin Nemec or whatever, is like, what's going on in the swoop? And he goes, uh, I heard that crazy bastard was living on the street. And she goes, yeah, <laughs> what else is new? Okay. Damn. He's <laughs> technically cool. not living that on the so street. That guy's so extreme, he doesn't even have a house, and he lives hand to mouth on I just, just kind of feel like, yes, I know these people are supposed to be adrenaline junkies and what have you, but I kind of feel like in real life, these folks have a pretty rigid, like, ethical and like physical standard of how to conduct yourself because it's so fucking dangerous yes that like they probably don't have a lot of patience for this hot dog shit oh yeah you know what i mean yeah absolutely the gift wrapping thing is like that is the sort of thing that i swear to god they would they'd be like you're banned like they they would ban you yeah nobody would talk to you again exactly but and this is obviously not i mean not i mean like ditch brody wouldn't even try that well it's like (laughs) not even later in in extreme ops i mean we'll get there but at one point someone like offers someone like safety gear and they're like that's for pussies and it's like no yeah. no you're skydiving are you cr- he like- literally says safety gears for pussies nobody I, I, nobody does i that. hate this attitude in general if you ever talking about that movie free solo i'm just like fuck that guy i just can't stand that oh, shit yeah. it yeah. makes me so mad i'm like just just get one rope like seriously <laughs> like you don't like making it suicidal audacity doesn't make the actual act of climbing the rock harder in my no. opinion yeah it's it's pretty ridiculous um, but th- I, it, that's kind of what's what's fun to me a little bit about this movie is yeah. maybe it would be a little less silly if it was made by people who actually know <laughs> what they're talking about about this. So it's just like somebody's imagination of what like uh, parachuters are like. Yeah, and they imagine this huge culture where they all have like terms. Well, and, but like, like maybe there is that culture though. We don't know. Oh, I'm sure there is. I think there is a culture of it, but I think that this is like a silly imagining of of what sure. it is. But there's I mean, like there's like a, a part here. later yeah. on. This is when they're trying to um, kill Yancey Butler. Because for whatever fucking reason I can't Yancy. remember. Yancy. and uh, and they like cut a they cut a fucking cord in her uh, parachute, parachute, and then eventually like and this is the night before. Yeah, and like if you know anything about parachuters, they there's they have even a term for it about how many times they check their chute. Yeah, I mean there's no way they, they would have gone up like, without looking at that gear. They check yeah. like three times the night before, especially they check two times that before. Especially the day. if it's like okay. If this one cable gets cut, then you are fucked. Yeah. I think that's the first thing they'd look at when they put the parachute yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's Cursory like, glance. It's not even like a subtle little thing that they did. It's just sort of like snip. And it's like, okay, maybe they checked him before he cut that cord, but... I you mean, should check it when they it's check on it, your body. They check it right away before they put it on so that they know it's checked. I mean, that's the whole point. But then Yancey, of course, just tosses her, defu- her defective yeah. packet, Corin Nemec, and, and Corin Nemec is the kind of like, let me into the group, guys. Oh, let yeah. me do the stuff. And he, he's and never he, gone on like a big dive before or something. Yeah, like he, that. this is my big te- my big opportunity. And then he goes off, and his parachute does not. He gets goosed. He gets goosed, but he does he does survive. I believe. Yeah, yeah weirdly. I mean, because <laughs> I thought for sure he's like in a bad way. He's like, Ugh. I well, thought Kyle for sure C- that would be terminal alive. velocity. Kyle Secor yeah. manages to slow him down enough so that when he hits yeah. the water, he's not completely gone. Oh, he's yeah. fine. It's it's kind of a weird detail. I mean, in any, yeah. I feel like ninety percent of movies, this guy would die. And yeah. And yeah, okay. 
No, no, don't worry. Cornemic's fine. We can't go that far. Also, during this competition, there's that fucking bathroom, that bar bathroom brawl that I loved. Oh, well, <laughs> Wesley Snipes gets brawl. to do his signature fighting because he's a black belt in karate. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I knew that. And it's and it becomes hilariously violent. Yeah. This is, this is where that guy is, in, in my opinion, kind of getting a justifiable revenge. He is the bad guy. We don't like that, but he no. is like going to kick Swoop's ass for... Yeah. Trying to kill him, essentially. Yeah, yeah. right. And for so. being the best parachuter out there. I think Swoop kind of deserves <laughs> a little bit of a beating here. I think so, yeah. Someone needs to bring Swoop back down to Earth. Yeah, mm. but we're apparently supposed to love Swoop. And he's like, Take hey, the starch man. out of that stuff, shoot. <laughs> and these guys wail on him a little bit. Wesley Snipes shows Shut up. up. He jumps up. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps up and, like, grabs Fucking one of the fluorescent it. lights and swings it down. And mm. it's, it's cool. It's fun. It's cool. I like it. He gets he gets to fight a lot. He gets to skydive a lot. He gets to do funny voices. It's it's pretty fun. Snipes. And there's we're getting, a, there's, and we're getting some, towards the end here. There's a lot of good skydiving stuff. Uh, there's also a lot of crummy green screen skydiving stuff. Really crummy. But then there's some you know like there's the scene the scene the scene where she uh like is hanging off the plane, at the end is pretty cool. That's awesome. Oh, I, we we forgot to mention this is. I love the um, criminal negligence in all three of these movies. It gets particularly... Actually, this might be the worst example of it. Because this is when they first she first meets Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. And he's giving her a little bit of attitude. Yeah. He's, uh-huh. like, he's like calling the operation like shitty, because it is. And then she and then she at a certain point she's like, "You gotta help me, help me out with this shit." And you you were friends with this guy who's a bad guy, and she's pissed at him. Takes him up in the airplane. He pointedly does not have a parachute on, and he's just like sitting in the airplane while she's like escorting. I think she's pushing, like giving other people um, parachute trips, parachute rides, parachute rides. <laughs> she's just basically her job when she's not parachuting is to like. Is to help others parachute. Yeah, you know, if, to, if, for if tourism. If I'm not parachuting, I'm making sure other people are parachuting. Yeah, for she's t- parachuting all the time, Dude, or constantly. or aiding other people, and so she's like answering his questions uh, while she's like, "Hey, jump <laughs> to, to other people," and then at a certain point, he he pisses her off or something like that. Does not have a parachute on. Oh yeah, Grace this is, this flying is, the plane. This is crazy. He's just sort of sitting there hugging his knees in the middle of the plane, and she goes, "You know what? Fuck you, or whatever," and pulls a lever. A trap door. And a trap door opens, and with it, she basically murders this guy. I mean, of course, he's plummeting, and this is all playing out in like movie time. So yeah, can't, we can't expect too much realism. Whatever. But there's like some some time plays out. <laughs> Where he has been Where dropped. he's free-falling. And then Grace Zabriskie, he's free-falling now. And Grace Zabriskie's like, what did you do? She's like, what? You rascal. She's like, you better go down there. And, and you're like, man, fucking, the clock is ticking. She's like, go down there and save him. She's like, all right. And meanwhile, <laughs> Wesley Snipes out. probably thinks he's like about to, like this woman just murdered him. <laughs> she is free-falling. She just jumps in, of course, does the thing where she like grabs. <clears> that's him confidence, and, like, baby. Him or something. Go for but her. That is uh, go for her. That's pretty astonishing stuff. That's how you know you're good at parachuting when you can pretend to kill someone and then not. And the people do it. <laughs> people yep. who are, we are told are in the next movie. The people we are told are good guys do even more insane stuff than this. There's it's no pretty there's weird. nobody good in the next movie. I hated that. But movie. But we are told that they are. <laughs> or, uh, I think we're. These are these are your protagonists. Well, we're pretty much at the psychopaths. end of the movie now, right? Where they're like doing the heist. Yeah, yeah. Well, do we as find promised. out that Busey is ex DEA. Yes. And that's kind of why he. He's trying to get revenge. People are re- <laughs> yeah, people are reluctant to believe Snipes' story about him because they're like, this guy's ex DEA. But then every time they try to look further into his records, Michael, Michael Jeter, Jeter hacks. Who practically lives in the computer. Yeah. 
He hacks them right away. He hacks them right away. Who gets hung by a parachute? Someone gets uh, hung. One of the other guys. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of cool. It's just like how... Um, th- like okay, the so wind like pulled it. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, so Yancey Butler... That's during it, the end. Yancey Butler yeah, yeah, takes yeah, yeah. over a lot of the action duties from Wesley Snipes. I wonder if there was like some sort of scheduling conflict. Well, I have questions about this because... Yeah. Okay, can either of you remember a single shot in this movie in which Wesley Snipes and Gary Busey both appear? I'm not talking about a scene. I'm talking about a shot. No, uh, a lot of the action at the end where it is they those two guys. They are clearly not in both di- there. Different um, segments of the action scene, yeah. Do you think they never... I don't I don't think that... Wait, are you suggesting they're the same person? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I've never seen them in the same room together. Interesting take on Drop Zone. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I am suggesting that one or both of them did not get along with the other. And that they did not I do mean, the fight seems scene entirely together. plausible. Yeah, yeah. and because both famously when, weird and difficult people. Yeah, and because when you when you see them actually fighting, it's from one side or the other, and it's clearly Wesley Snipes and it's clearly Gary Busey. But when Wesley Snipes is punching the other guy, that's not Gary Busey, and vice versa. Weird. Yeah, I, um, I 100% believe that. Yeah, so just I just thought that was very huh. interesting. And I and you know and Wesley Snipes is a notoriously difficult guy too. So oh yeah, you know. both of them. Uh, so yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I think that's entirely entirely possible. Um, it's very apparent. But at there's the end a of couple the movie. scenes where Yancey Butler is doing mm-hmm. is doing the action that you would think Wesley Snipes is doing, and yeah. especially the scene where she's on the plane and she finally confronts all of them. I know you guys are assholes, but this is a new this is a higher level of assholeness. Actually stealing. Yeah, you killed some friend of mine or whatever, and then they're and then she like jumps out of the plane. They're like, get her, everybody. <laughs> she jumps yeah. out of the plane, but it turns out she's grabbed onto like the rung right below the door. That's a crazy thing to do. Yeah, and then uh, Wesley Snipes is in, uh, in Grace Zabriskie, like fly close to it. He jumps out. She jumps with him. This is all happening pretty quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know where the bad guys have have jumped down to do their their daring uh, top of a building hack assault, and so he grabs Yancey. They parachute onto the top of the building. Swoop goes with them for and another. I think another person too. So there's like four Grimlock. Grimlock, <laughs> Kreblock is with them. <laughs> But like Swoop comes down too, so now it's now it's Die Hard. Yeah. Now they have yeah. just like it's just becomes Die Hard. Yeah. Very strange. And there's like a 15 minute like Die Hard sequence where they're doing a hacky running top, around the top building, of building shooting, each other. shooting at each other. But still parachuting, kind of too. Well, yeah, they're parachuting from even... floor to floor, yeah. up and down the stairs. They, they truly are. That's what it feels like. Well, Wesley Snipes kills one of them by f- grabbing them, and then they both fall down the stairs, and his then the bad guy's neck breaks during the fall, exactly Ugh. like in Die Hard. Yeah. And then he displays his body. It's different. It's not like the, now I have a parachute. Not, ho ho ho! But it's like that. That guy's even like wrapped up in stuff. Yeah. With the in this one, he like wraps him up in a parachute and dangles him down an elevator That's shaft. That's really fucked up. And yeah. they're like, "Ooh, we got ourselves a diehard scenario, I guess, for the last fifteen minutes." And now it's just like lots of like fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not bad, but you know, you know what this. There's stuff a big final like. fight with Gary Busey and that he's not in for part of and the very final the very final confrontation with Gary Busey is fucking hilarious I didn't get this footage because there, maybe there's other stuff that I wanted to include more but I believe he runs at Gary Busey they're like uh, you know on like the 20th floor of this building or whatever Wesley Snipes has his parachute on mm-hmm. and they like jumps tackles him they go flying out a window and then he un- like unfurls his safety uh, shoot. Gary Busey drops. We get this hilarious drop zone. And th- there is one stunt that they actually did. You can see that it's clearly w- two people jumping mm-hmm. out of the out of a window, and you see one of the people's yeah, yeah. Uh, 
It's pretty cool. So you see that from a distance. But then you get this fucking hysterical green screenshot of Gary Busey head down going, ah! <laughs> like pointing, like fl- firing towards the ground, and he crashes right into the windshield of like his, his getaway car. Oh, God, car. yeah, he goes like and right through. And his body through. goes, whoop! <laughs> right fucking through. And then the car crashes, and you're like, wow. wow. <laughs> Damn. And Got that's him. a drop zone. <laughs> You've been drop zoned, <laughs> and then it gets, and then it just continues to be like really weird. Like they maybe did reshoots, or they, it was two different scripts, or something like that. Because we, we like Wesley is now like injured for from the action that just took place, and he's like on a gurney, yes, and stuff, and and, and he's going. He's going like, whoa, man, get me back up there. That was a rush. And then it cuts, and there's another shot, and then someone walks up to him and goes, how was that, Gary? And he's like, well, I don't ever want to do that again. And I was like, just seconds ago, <laughs> you said you wanted What? <laughs> it's really weird. I do remember that. And then, okay, so we got to have the final confrontation with Michael Jeter, because Michael Jeter is like walking around going like, nobody thinks I'm a bad guy. I yeah. look like Michael Jeter. Nobody suspects the Michael Jeter. If he looked like Derek Jeter, that would be. If he looked like Derek Jeter, I mean, that's a big, strong guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's just gonna like kind of walk away, and, and Wesley Snipes goes. <laughs> he's on his gurney. He's so strapped like, to his Get gurney. that guy. Oh, he yeah. goes, hey, come back here. Don't make he, me roll after you. Because he's wearing a like a DEA jacket. Yes, he's or got something. a DEA jacket. He says, don't make me roll after you. And then he um, and then uh, swoops, <laughs> swoop. Yep. Fucking Gets swoop. A, and he uses a helicopter. Typical hel- swoop. He uses the parachute and parachutes onto Michael Jeter, knocks him out cold, Love and it. sits on him. <laughs> and we swoop. go out with. Um, in excesses, the strangest party. Parentheses. These are the times, which we have heard, I think, a couple other times in the movie. <laughs> the in excess song. So, drop zone. Pretty strange. Drop zone rules. Uh, I, I think I kind of liked it. <laughs> drop zone <clears throat> fucking rules. Two of the stuntmen I thought were one is Don Swayze, which is interesting. And Long then, time stuntman. And then I don't know who this is, but his name is cool. His name is Rusty Vest. <laughs> Rusty cool. Vest. He sounds like a stuntman <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of weird lines. There's a lot of weird lines in this. This is someone talking about it, like how a uh, a drop went poorly with him. He's like, I got I got enough branches up my ass to start a pulpwood mill. What? Interesting. Yeah. God. Great. <laughs> Stop that. Where'd you learn how to fix planes, Mister Good Wrench? Okay. I mean, they are a certified I, I, mechanic. Isn't that a mechanic? I don't. I, I don't understand why that's bad. We uh, all know Mister Good Wrench sucks. Because of the conversation that Wesley Snipes and Malcolm Jamal Warner are having about Wesley Snipes' love life. Where'd you learn how to do taxes, H&R Block? <laughs> I, I mean, would that have been bad? Where'd you, no, learn, how to, learned, where'd you learn how to write operating systems, Microsoft? Who taught you how to write, Ernest Hemingway? <laughs> Who taught you how to do math, Albert Einstein? <laughs> like, hey, I'm, am I insulted? Are you supposed to be insulting me Where'd right you learn now? how to cook, Julia Child? <laughs> or some other competent person? Very strange. But this is when, uh, for some reason, after the conversation Perf- that they've had... Mr. Goodrich is perfectly cromulent. That's very strange. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it means. Oh, uh, sorry. But the but the um, stewardess is going up to Wesley Stipe, and oh, after this his conversation, funny, yeah. he fe- for some reason, he feels like he should be hitting on every woman. And he and she goes, well, can I interest you in a glass of wine? And he goes, thanks, but I only drink wine by candlelight. She's like, well, maybe <laughs> I can help you with that. But then it turns out it turns she's out like taking thing, yeah. him back so, blah, 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 so he can do hero stuff. Um, this is... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what precipitates this, but <laughs> I thought that was weird. By the way, too, that's like, yeah. Uh, can you come up here? We're getting a radio transmission that we're being hijacked right now. I, what? Yeah, and they know that he's a. I, I don't it's know. Very, I mean, well, they would know, they would know that he's an armed marshal, but still, it's like that was it, just like. It feels like if a, you were going to take over the plane, would you call the plane first? 
This movie's not sweating a lot of details. No. Let's put it that way. Uh, this so. is when he, Wesley's talking to his former boss, and he's like bringing, he's like got all these new facts and stuff like that. And he's like, these these new, they use these nylon parachutes that don't have the metal in them. That's how they were able to smuggle it. And this boss goes, explosives, nylon. What are you dating that Mongolian feminist again? <laughs> like what? Weird. What is this movie that. ever talking about? It's so weird. And this is when Wesley Snipes, uh, he's finally started, like, this is kind of like at the end of the montage, and he's got a taste for this par- mm-hmm. parachuting stuff. Got a little taste for it now. And then he, like, he, he, he lands, and he's being all like, woo, that was exciting. And they go, that was crazy shit that you did. And he goes, a jump's a jump. And I did a pretty sweet one, if I must say. And I do believe he mu- there's a chance that he is doing an Ed Gribbley impression. <laughs> doing pretty sweet, he I must does say. He pulls a comedic face and goes, I must say. They should have called, called this movie Black Man Can't Jump. Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> they should have. They really fucked up. And this is, this is just um, somebody asks uh, Gary Busey uh, what, what date they're planning on doing all his, their shenanigans. And he goes, the day after Thomas Jefferson died, July 5th. God bless America. And you're like, you could just say okay. July 5th. I don't know why we need all that <laughs> The day after stuff. Thomas the day Jefferson after. died. Okay. And we should all refer to July 5th as the day after Thomas Jefferson died. <sighs> uh, I think that's good enough. <laughs> Ratings. I'm also going to give this two and a half Judds. It was, it's certainly fine. Um, but like that middle act, even though there's lots of parachute stuff, it's like in the training montages, I was like, can we just get to the part where there's an action yeah. movie here? It's slow. Um, I'm I, I'm gonna give it zero Douglases. Um, I can't yeah. think of anything real special here. No. And I'm gonna give it ten out of ten Mongolian feminists. Yeah. <laughs> Very That's, nice. There's a lot of little. I, I only put down a few, but there's a lot of just weird details in the script. Where you're like, what? insane. How did that make the cut. I wish it was exciting enough, like relative to how fucking silly it is. I thought the the biggest appeal to me was how silly it was. Yeah, I thought more that I thought that um, Terminal Velocity had one scene at the end that was legit. Like that was fucking awesome. I don't know if this movie really did. No, it doesn't. Um, but I was constantly going like, jeez, and I really liked Wesley Snipes in it too. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Pretty weird. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three. I'm gonna okay. give it three as well. I mean, I. I I saw this movie the first time like three years ago, and you heard, I remember hearing a drop zone, and I never saw it when I was younger, and I was just like, yeah, this can be just some fucking- This seems like a pretty solid splice room choice. Absolutely. It's yeah. the kind of movie that you're like, oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that, and then yeah. you watch it, and you're like, whoa, that was way that was weird. Right. I didn't expect that movie to be weird, Yeah, and it really is. Uh, I'll give it zero Douglases. Just not enough Just not enough time for any action. And- uh, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 actual Michael Jeter skydives. Hmm. Cool. Uh, I thought this movie fucking rules. <laughs> wow, sweet. <laughs> I'm, giving it, uh, I'm giving it three and a half, Judds. Excellent. Talking about it got me jazzed on it all over again. Uh, I thought all the parachute action was fun. I, I really liked the training scenes and all that stuff leading up to the action. I felt that was very interesting and uh, was pretty engaging to me. And um, I I love seeing Gary Busey just be all crazy. That's one of my favorite things. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just had a lot of fun with this one. Um, that I said I watched this one first, and then I watched Terminal Velocity, and I was like, nope. I'm more, oh. I'm more of a drop zone girly yeah, myself. There you go. Um, I'm giving it zero Douglases, and I'm giving it um, one thousand out of one thousand parachutes. <laughs> really, a lot of parachutes. That is the There's amount of so parachutes many. that Swoop has on him at any given at moment. At any given moment, so many parachutes. He's very prepared. 
Yeah, and then at certain points they're doing like the where everybody's like circle within a circle holding stuff. hands. That's and stuff so like cool. That. Like, That's all you got. It's like how do you it. not Lots get tangled up? It's like. I was very impressed. There was a really cool shot where like a bunch of them all pull their shoots all at once, and it's like, oh, yeah. wow, that looked pretty neat. It's mm-hmm. an excellent drop, I must say. I must say. It's an excellent drop, I must say. Would you guys ever skydive? No. Absolutely. You would? Yeah, yeah well, 100%. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I would do it ever. Hard no. Uh, moving on to 2002's Extreme Ops. A remote peak. This is not what we saw from the helicopter. An empty hotel. This place is sweet. Works. We're six of the most insane individuals in extreme sports. You getting this? Yeah! Let's go! It's the perfect place. To have some fun. Dare. Go roll around in the snow. (laughs) Naked. Yeah! Shoot some film. We're gonna do a side shot. American movies? Chitty Chitty Bing Bang? We're not making a movie, we're doing a commercial. Um, what's up? But it's also the perfect hideout. How long do you have to stay? Three days. Right. To make a film. For a group of terrorists. I love American films. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty. Plotting the unthinkable. Just kill them. A most terrible, extreme terrible movie. movie. <laughs> very hard to see, justifiably so. Very hard to watch. Yeah. Um, directed by Christian Duguay. Of course. Who Scanners also did the, two, the Scanners movie three. Art of War. Yeah, Scanners 2 and Scanners 3 aren't that, are, well, they're not like masterpieces and or anything, Screamers. but they're watchable. Screamers, Screamers yeah. with Peter Weller. <laughs> yeah. This is <laughs> way, this is way worse than any of those movies. The movie wants to be extreme. Anyway. Real bad. Well, the first half of it is just these assholes making a fucking commercial. Yeah, and you and you barely even know that. I mean, you know that they're shooting something. Honestly, I had to follow along on the Wikipedia because I really didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Movies. Well, well the first, the first thing that happens is there's a it. news report about a, a Balkan warlord who is presumed dead in a plane crash. Slovoban Pavlov. Yeah, Pavlov's Slovovs. Slovbon Pavlov. Sublos <laughs> Biblav. And Cinnabon don't worry. Don't worry. Bellevue. This, this movie's 83 minutes long. We'll get back to him at, at minute 60. Oh, God. It's <laughs> brutal. It's so weird. But then what? What the the most of the movie is taken up by, by commercial director Rufus Sewell. Right? He's the director? He's the creative. And then there's also yeah, his like sucks. partner who is this is this is how you like we're very quick into the movie where you're in, where you're already just completely at sea because you're like, yeah. what what are why are these people like this? What even I'm, is happening? Am I supposed to like them? Um you you barely get, you just get tiny little tastes of people even having personalities or saying anything because yeah. it's so choppy and fa- it's really trying to get itself over with. It's only interested in showing you like extreme crazy sports. And I was concerned for a little while there that we weren't going to get any chutes in uh-huh. this to make our title. No, there's chutes. We shoots. barely did. There's one chute. Yeah. Uh, I believe one chute in it, but it works. Because this movie's more interested in other extreme sports, like yes. kayaking down waterfalls, that snowboarding. Was cool. And then oh, eventually, there's lots of snowboarding, lots of skiing. Eventually lots of just settling on, on yeah, skis. snowboarding and skiing because they're on a mountain for the second time. They're half. in the Alps. And there's like, rock climbing. There's like 10 avalanches in this. They're real, and some of them are real. Some of them are real. Most yeah. of them are CGI. This movie cost $40 million to make. Oh, that seems unbelievable. There's no, it's, this is one of those movies where you're like, what the fuck happened? Like this, I, I was because it's like, such a, it was not a hit. There's just no information like on IMDb or Wiki. Yeah. But like, why did they? Why did they get forty million dollars? 
And like some, a couple of the finan- one of the at least one of the financiers is a rich fail son, which I predicted oh, when yeah. I was watching it, because I was like, this is some European fail son was trying to get into the movie business, and then I looked it up and, and well, sure enough, it. that's the case. I wish I was watching Vertical Limit while I was watching this movie. Oh, Vertical <laughs> Limit, <laughs> it's worth watching. Yeah, is Vertical movie. Limit good? Is that the one with Bill yeah. Paxton? Uh, yeah, and yes. like Scott Glenn, and yeah, it's it's good. Well, this movie has you know I like Rufus Sewell. It's not like he's. <laughs> And I don't because he's not he like was, he's given the opportunity to be good. I, in this. I like him sometimes. He's not always good in a movie. Rufus in a movie like Sewell, this, he's useless. The shitty ex-boyfriend from The Holiday. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to forgive him after breaking Kate Winslet's heart like that. Yeah. That's just I, have, I liked him in uh, Dark Night's City. Tale. Oh, you don't like Dark? City. I don't like Dark. City. I like him in Dark City. We all Rufus have. Sewell's, we all have our Rufus. Sewell. He's great on uh, that new Carrie Russell show, The Dip. I don't think that show's great, but he's great. He is great on it. He gets I, to play a really fun character. I don't think it's great, but I really like it. Like I, I'm looking forward to the next season. I'll watch the next season. Carrie anyway, Russell's great. She's great, but like the whole, the, right, we can't get into uh, it. Yeah, yeah. But Rufus Sewell's had a pretty good career, and yeah. then this this one it's clearly just like a vacation and a paycheck sort yeah. of thing. Oh yeah. He, he at least gets to have it. his accent. He doesn't have to do an American accent in it. Rupert Graves, the bad Rupert guy Graves. from Die Another Day, isn't it? Of course. Rupert Graves and Davon Sawa. I don't know who is Davon. Davon Sawa? What is it? Devon Sawa. Devon Sawa? Do you not know Devon Sawa? I've seen his name written, but I, 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 I was assuming. What? Isn't that run, Running Wild? What's the one wild something oh, I don't know. that he's in? What's Devon Sawa oh. famous for? Well, he's a uh, live action Casper when Casper comes back as the boy he was. <laughs> That's not good enough. And, that happens uh, in that movie? We're going to have to do better yeah, than that. Yeah, he was my like one of my first ever on screen crushes. I've never seen and Casper. Then, Wait, uh, Casper I, comes back as a real live boy well, at the end no, of that movie? The, he, for a magical moment. Casper returns in his boy form from when he was frozen alive. Frozen well, alive? he got pneumonia because he was freezing cold. That's how Casper died. In the war. Uh, I don't have time to explain this to you, but I know people he out there know Stalingrad. what I'm talking about. This was at Stalingrad. Anyways, I believe and you. I just, then he, I've danced, never seen he dances no with idea. Christina Ricci at the Halloween ball. Come when, on, man. When does Clint Eastwood show up? He doesn't. But he might show up as one of the bad uncle ghosts impressions because they do do a lot of celebrity I thought Clint Eastwood was in it. I think he is. In it's Casper? Brief, yeah. He's got a cameo it's in a brief it. Oh, cameo. well, maybe as one of the Uncle Ghost's impressions, maybe he like, right. was in there. That's what it That's is. That's what it is. Okay, well, anyway. anyways, okay. Devon Sawa Don't was also Father in. Father Guido Sarducci. <laughs> is he real? <laughs> uh, sorry, poor Emily. <laughs> For the kids. Poor Emily. <laughs> He was also in uh, Can't Hardly Wait. That's what. So he that's going to be what people Final know him Destination. From. No, oh, and that. people okay. know him from a bunch of things. I mean, Not I've seen all that. the Final Destination movies, but I don't think Devin Sawa is necessarily. I mean, I knew who he was. Please tweet at us and Instagram us and, and and show these boys that I'm not crazy and that everyone. Knows I don't think who you're, he's Sawa the one who thinks is. you're crazy. I knew who he was. I don't think you're crazy. I just don't know. I just don't. All I'm saying he's is the I don't one who rec- thinks you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I simply don't recognize Devin Sawa when I see him. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Also, Emily hysterical. Now he's doing a lot of like indie horror movies recently and huh. he's like still like quite a hot major hobby. he's good yeah, on social hobby. media right don't people like his social media presence yeah he's pretty funny yeah he's like a nice guy or whatever you're like see i know but stuff I, about- I, I basically knew i'd read his like tweets before and stuff and i was like devon sawa or D- uh, devon I was, I was thinking it was devon uh but i like i know that guy right and then it said devon sawa devon sawa and <laughs> in the credits before and i was like i'm gonna know him when i see him and i surely did not i knew he was one of the two white dudes He's he's the, he's the Sewell. weirdo artsy one who falls in love with the weirdo artsy girl. Yes, the goth girl. That's not who I thought Devin, Devin Sawa was. I thought he was the other one. Oh my god! Who's the you other thought, one? You Silo? thought he was? You, I thought he was Silo. You, you know why? The, I'm the bleach, so upset. The guy with the bleach blonde hair. I'm telling you, they're all they're they're everywhere. <laughs> the, but all the characters in this movie make he's such a one, strong he's impression. He's the one How who is you? like I'm always I always have my parachute on me, and the, which comes into play later when he falls off. Devin Sawa is the reason why we can 
th- we can put this in just shoot me. Thank you, Devin. Yeah. Thank you, Devin, for your for hard, once for your hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have a well. Look, we, we needed to have something to talk about with this movie. <laughs> I mean, seriously, <laughs> because okay, so the whole plot, so to speak, it, it sets up like a horror movie, and I kind of wish it went that direction. It does seem much more like a like horror a movie. slasher because they are stunt filming at the in the Alps, and they have to stay at this under construction abandoned resort. They're trying to get that this is one it, shot. That's what I'm like. There's a killer on the loose. You know what I mean? It's right. like very. That's that would be a cool. And I'm sure there is a movie out there that is that. Oh, before we settle into the actual plot of this, I want to point out that there's a scene in the in the beginning uh, of the movie that you just that immediately is like, I'm not gonna understand what the fuck is happening in this movie ever. Okay. This makes is it happen. when they're hanging him off the when they hang and and you. <laughs> Because it's just like not rec- this is like this movie was made by AI or something like that. This is not recognizably human. Nobody's ever. Everyone ever, has like seven fingers. Yeah, nobody ever makes a recognizably human decision. It's, it, it's just like a, an impression of what movies are like. It's, it's, it's like a movie made by a person who's heard of, of movies before, has never actually oh seen one, God, but has had them described so to him. Uh, I missed it. It's just, it's just like cause the seven AI, fingers gag. It's like you know, I made yeah. this painting with AI, and it's got some weird mistake in it. You know, it's yeah. always the fingers. It's always AI just like can't a, do the fingers. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Hands are hard. Classic, classic Soderback. Yeah. <laughs> Soderback is back. Back, baby. Um, Still but yes, up. okay. So they so this is at the very beginning, we see some kayaking action. They were shooting a commercial there, presumably. Now they're presenting this footage to their uh, Japanese. Don't let financier. me forget about. The Japanese financier. When we get to the end of this movie, yeah, I have a question. Never okay. let Matt forget about the Japanese financier. The Japanese financier. It goes like they have this like computer rendering of this shot that they want to get, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I think that we need to go to the top of a mountain to g- actually get the real footage." And then, and then it's like Rufus Sewell's the artistic guy, the some other guy. Is the business guy. is the business guy, and these they're the like business partners. guys. Like that is too much money. Yeah, he like fights with him in the room, yeah. and eventually the Japanese businessman goes zoom zoom, uh, and he literally says that, and that indicates that he's w- wants to do it. Yeah. He'll he'll give him so much money to go get this one shot. Apparently, but if we're thinking zoom, on those zoom. terms, like, we're already like lost. The Mazda commercials. Anyways, uh, cut to zoom, zoom. cut to Rufus Sewell and like two of his buddies dangling this financier guy off of a roof yeah. by his yeah, ankles. I, I didn't understand this at all. Su- Suge Knight and Vanilla <laughs> Vanilla Ice style. <laughs> oh God. And and all the, the and what is happening here and, and that you ha- it takes you have to just think about it because it makes no sense from a human perspective because this seems like a you're terrorizing a person and who the, is your business partner and they would possibly have you arre- probably have you arrested if you did this. Yeah. But they're just fucking around with him. It's very weird. <laughs> they're funning him. It's, it's the like culture. a culture. It's the culture, baby. And eventually they're going like, "Stop like being uh, arguing with me in meetings." Yeah, the they're like, like they're Fine. like holding his. They're not just like dangling like the fr- front half of his body off the they're building. They're holding his holding ankles. Holding his ankles. His he, his feet could slip 50, out of his boots. Fifty stories up. And the not guy's cool. like, "All right, guys." I pee okay. my pants. Not okay. Fine. And then they pull him up, and they're all like, "Ah." <laughs> Yeah, we're fun. And you're like, it's not like fun. Those guys are psychopaths. But the movie's like, they're all like, everybody's extreme. Okay, so I I have some more questions then. Yeah. Uh, So they're there to make a commercial, and the commercial is going to star Bridget Wilson Sampras, Mm -hmm. who's like an Olympic medalist skier, downhill skier. And she's going to be being chased by this avalanche, and that's like the concept of one their, shot that they're trying to that get. they're trying to get. Now, all the other extreme guys are they going to be in the commercial, or are they to help? They're to help shoot the commercial. I, I don't think the information is there to ask like. Why to is the goth the... girl there? She's really good at skiing and stuff and snowboarding or whatever. 
I think they do I, extreme I, stuff. I almost get the impression that it's just sort of like someone needs to get this shot. We kind of want her to get this shot, but if she can't yeah, hack it, or they need to do like test runs or something, or they're just okay. all friends. Because I was just kind of like, what they the want to go hang out. And they don't. I did, know, but I, I they're did, all the crew. I, I did really like the scene it. where because Bridget Wilson Sampert is new to this group of people. She's not as extreme as them. She's not as extreme as them, and like she's a little more like buttoned up, a little more uh, reserved. Well, she's, she's only she's a gold medalist downhill skier, and the goth girl is like that's all the guy i hate that goth girl <laughs> you she, do all of them suck that i mean every all these characters suck but it's like the movie hates that character i like when she's wearing the tank top that says daddy i want a pony <laughs> i was like what the that's fuck? pretty great all right so there's a there's a, cla- a classic scene where the characters are being introduced it's like here's our squad this there's a really good scene like this in um triple x three yeah, uh, we're like here's 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 the extreme shitheads we're all gonna be like hanging out with, and then you see them doing some extreme shithead stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, her she this character is introduced <laughs> because this movie's a fucking mess. She is a she is a, a snowboarder, mm-hmm. and that's why she's on board, of course. But she's introduced singing a rock song on stage. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> as, she's a badass, and her song the lyrics to the song go, "Come on, come on, are you ready to rock?" Come on, come on. That's the song. Good song. And then she stage dives. Nobody catches her. She lands flat on her face. That's Should've her introduction. Should have been wearing a parachute. <laughs> and, then, and then Silo, my favorite part. If this I, was drop zone and someone did that, you know they'd be parachuting off the stage into oh, yeah, the crowd. for sure. Silo, who is not Devin Sawa, it turns out, is, is Rupert Graves. His character is introduced. <laughs> this is the, the part that absolutely made my jaw drop. It's so fucking strange. Where he is skateboarding on top of a train. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And this movie's this ed- comes back at the end, and that's the part I have questions about. <sighs> this movie's like Cuisinart edited, so you can never fully understand like what he's supposed to be doing. He's on a skateboard on a train, which I admit is very extreme. No, Rupert Graves is Jeffrey, not Silo. Silo's Joe Absalom. Rupert Graves is the business guy. Yeah. Oh well, I have no. Idea. This is going to happen the whole movie. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> a bunch of I cannot tell the difference between these, of these people. Guys. I know one of them is Rufus Sewell, and one of them is Billy Madison. And that's it. Uh, but but yes, he's he's Mrs. skateboarding. Billy Madison. He's skateboarding on a train, and he's doing backflips and shit. And that's the most extreme thing in this movie. It's crazy. And then he like has a hook and a and a cable. He throws the hook somewhere. It catches onto something, and then the skateboard shoots and like flies through a sign. A billboard. And that's our introduction to him. So we know his. It flies deal. through a billboard that has a picture of Anna Paquin on it. I and it makes up a that gap detail. tooth in her smile. And then you're like, doesn't I have, she have a gap tooth in her smile? Maybe that's the joke. Maybe that, <laughs> if that's the joke. Because I didn't catch that at all, odd. but I know Anna Paquin does. I think I, she has like a gap it, tooth. I mean, she kind of does, but this is like a more pronounced one, obviously, because it's a big hole in the billboard. But I will be I'm posting this clip. Pretty sure it's Anna Paquin. I round it back twice to look because it really yeah, looks like her, Anna Paquin. She's, she's like infamously has that. Right, yeah, but this is like a much bigger yeah. thing. We'll be able to watch it, it to our heart's content when I post it next week. It or sure whatever. looks like her. Anyway. Either way, we've been thoroughly introduced to, to that character, I suppose, after seeing this. And then they go to the mountain. And then it's just sort of them at this mountain doing extreme sports for a long and, time. And like drinking and pranking each other and getting naked and yeah this is when i think that someone should be murdering nobody them. actually gets naked but there's well like yeah well, well one guy mostly gets no, naked. that dude possibly death and uh, they have an extreme snowball fight at the abandoned resort <laughs> oh they, my god yeah. and at this point you're like 40 minutes into the movie and you're like it has not started yet they're no, drinking it's mostly just extreme sports stuff and yeah. and this movie again i can't stress enough this movie cost 40 million dollars mm. and i and sometimes there's parts of it where you're like that looks like it caught. There's crazy shots. They shot on this huge mountain, and there's like 
this huge lodge that they have the whole thing. I mean, they they can't have this built helicopter. Must be an existing location. It has to be, but still, there's like heli- like all this stuff is expensive to take all this filming equipment up to have helicopters around a mountain. I mean, it's cost a fortune. And you got it, you know, all that great CGI where you're going into the view screen on the camera, and then oh boy, oh God. But at, but at one point, and this is the one nugget of plot that you get, uh, and then and then we're gone for another thirty minutes yeah. until the plot kicks in again. But these two douchebags, mm-hmm. I don't know what game. They're two guys, and they're t- they're off gallivanting around. They're possibly parkouring around. Rapscallioning. And they like see this hot lady who they saw they saw on the train up, mm-hmm. and they're like, let's get some footage of this hot lady. And then the hot lady goes up and hugs egg bald guy. Yeah. And they think it's her. That's dad. when you know something's wrong. But they're just getting footage. They don't know that they don't know that they're getting footage of Slavoban Pavlov, the Serbian Slavobon. the Serbian warlord. I think he's like Slobodan Milosevic. He's supposed to be he's like Slobodan that, yeah. Milosevic, and he's supposed to be dead. Yeah. And so Slobodan and his son, uh, who I have his name Shlomo. here, Shlomo. <laughs> it's, it's Slavko. 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 And- who we are, true to this, to the form of this movie, is just introduced and immediately like killed off. You're like, here, here comes a bag. Oh, he's he's dead. The real Slavko Pavlov owns the largest chain of Radio Shacks in Prague. <laughs> yeah. But this is, but this apparently is, he went insane and started slashing prices. It's a long story. As far as the actual thriller part of this movie, it's these guys get footage of Slobodan Milosevic. That sh- proves that he's not dead, and so yeah. now they have now to, they have now to, now kill, they have all to kill all of them, and that's it. And, w- and that starts at literally about 55 minutes in of an 83-minute 80, movie. Yes. Um, it's pretty fucking insane, so they have to get that out. And then, and, and then all in the interim, it's just these guys kind of like hanging out, being mildly sexy with each other. They play Truth, truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Rufus Sewell is trying to get into Bridget Wilson's pants. Girls kissing the hot tub. Mm-hmm. My ultimate fantasy is sex with a newscaster. Somebody says that oh, at one yeah, point. You're like, okay. There's a there's a weird big gag. Okay. Where did they get the where did the girl get the goth girl get the rocket launcher? Oh, the the rocket launcher that shoots dildos into the mountain? Yeah, because there's this they're being chased it, it by makes, the it makes avalanches. Right. Okay. They shoot it into an into a oh, yeah, snow bank and av- it blows up and right. so that it doesn't yes going. Until I, I it forgot does, about actually. that. But later, when they're being chased by the helicopter, she shoots it at the helicopter and misses. And the guy's like, "You missed!" And that that nothing happens. It was just and like, then like a, three <clears throat> minutes later, the helicopter blows up from some other means, and she goes, "I got it!" And you're like, "The what? movie despises this character. <laughs> For some reason, we're supposed to hate her, and we do." This is her talking about her band, by the way, because these characters are all bonding, of course. Uh, this is her talking to uh, <laughs> whoever oh, Billy God, Madison's hate, Billy Madison's girl Veronica Mrs. Vaughn. Yes, want to touch the hiney? It's no one. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. Oh man, I love that movie. <laughs> I award you no points. May no, God have mercy on your soul. No milk will ever be our milk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's her. But she has a, a failed. Let's at just some. talk about Billy Madison. I would love. <laughs> but she was supposed Patreon, to do maybe. something during the, these shooting sessions that they, they have seven. They have fifteen twenty million dollars to shoot one shot for a commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and she failed somehow. She she's like just fell not down good or something. At it. And she's like, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm only cut out for going a hundred miles an hour down a sheer ice face of a competitively. But this extreme stuff is too extreme. For, it's like very weird. Uh, and it's she's just a different style. And she's feeling like she she just can't blend in with these. And then uh, the goth girl tells her, "Did I ever tell you I'm in a band? Don't you want to know what it's called? No, finger band." <laughs> And then she goes, we only know like three songs, but we can play them for hours. That sounds so annoying. 
<laughs> like, man, that sucks. Wait, do you have the full her full little speech? That's that's pretty much the bulk no, of it. Because she's she's like, we're not good, or maybe we are. She like does this yes. whole thing. We're not really. Sometimes no. Sometimes, sometimes we suck, we're... but sometimes we really rock. And she's just trying to make Billy Madison's <laughs> girlfriend feel good. Yeah. They're like. And that's that. Whereas before she was like, "You're only a gold medalist Olympic downhill skier." <laughs> She's you stupid by far bitch. The most accomplished of all these people. Uh, but that's supposed to make her feel good, and that's what passes. That's the closest thing to a conversation like anybody has in this movie. Uh, yeah, someone says that uh, rescue gears for pussies, hmm. which I, I mentioned earlier, and I just I just don't agree with this that. This shit is for pussies. Uh, Devin Sawa pees Will Hart's kitty in the snow. At one point, yeah, mm. that's Kitty, that was Kitty really is, that was I think really Kitty gross. is the goth is the yeah. goth girl. Yeah, yeah, Kitty. Why right. would anybody like? Why would anybody heart Kitty? Kitty is is like she sucks because she's weird. She and hates. So is Devin she hates Sawa. everything. I've I've, I've I've got pretty famously bad taste in women. So yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kitty sucks though. She just seems to hate everything. But I guess there's true love at play. Uh, yeah, it's not true. Point. I don't have bad taste. One of these guys, I, I guess it's <laughs> Rupert. Sorry, Graves. I cover your tracks here. <laughs> I have excellent taste in mo- women. Uh, this guy, uh, Rupert Graves, apparently it turns out is getting. He's sick now, and this is the one. Just like you got to find what you can that that you like in this movie. And there's a scene where he's like just displaying that he's sick now because they're up in the cold and he doesn't like being up there, and he sneezes into his hand and goes, and then he looks at his hand and goes, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, is this the first time you've sneezed? And it also it reminded me of the scene, a scene in Top Secret. I don't know if you remember that, where he's oh, like, we've yeah. all got to handle this like mature. And this might actually be a Naked Gun movie. But one of them where like, we need to handle this like mature adults. And then he sneezes into his hand and looks at it and goes, ah, and runs and jumps out a window. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, uh, I, that makes me think of how badly now I wish this was an airplane-style comedy. <laughs> that would be fucking great. Why not? You wouldn't even have to change it's the not name. anything. Yeah, <laughs> extreme ops. <laughs> that also kind of implies that there's some sort of operation that's going on. There's no operation. They think there is. The They're people just shooting a commercial. It is pretty funny though because it would work like one of those spoofs because the the premise is so ridiculous that these these bad guys think that these fucking loser stunt film like commercial guys are CIA. <laughs> right. That's the whole thing. They're like, why else would they have filmed this uh, forbidden affair? Yes, they must be CIA. Do you and when so they're they're trying to kill them because they think that they're CIA when they're really just these, these dumbasses. Yeah. Clearly, remember when Slavko corners them and he's like, "Are you CIA? You're CIA." And they're like, "What <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> you mean CIA?" That was that is like one of the um, even parts the end of this movie is like a gag from a parody film because what happens is they blow up the helicopter and, and it causes an avalanche and they use that to get they, the shot for the commercial. And they end up getting the best footage ever. Well, before we get to that, I think the probably probably the funniest part in the movie is where Slavko and this is a character. This is a, the character who's like the devil in uh, Slobodan Milosevic's ear because he's like Slobodan's uh, son. evil son, and he's like, "I think we kill all these guys. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it, just well, kill the, them And the all. other guy's like, "No, your father is yeah, soldier." He, he, he has a yeah. He's got he's got a, a, an angel in his ear too. Who's yeah. like, "I am integrity Serbia guy," uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> integrity Serbia guy, oh, integrity no. Serbia guy. But Slavko is the son, and so at a certain point, they just pile it in while while some extreme. Commercial shooting is happening on the mm-hmm. top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Stuff is expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they land a fucking helicopter out there, and then they all come out with guns. Um, and he goes, and one, I think Rufus Sewell is talking to him, and he goes, 
good morning. And then he goes, maybe not too good for you, hey. <laughs> Mr. Bond. <laughs> and they're like asking for the tape. And then things get really weird because Slavko wants to make two of these characters kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to kiss. <laughs> Princess kiss boyfriend. And she, when she says boyfriend, she's referring to another girl. Yeah. Because she thinks that, well, he's fucked up. And he goes, Princess, I think he means Bridget really Wilson. Ma- Bridget Wilson. Yeah. And he, boyfriend, he means uh, Kitty, perhaps. I don't, I don't know. But he goes, Princess kiss boyfriend, like in hot tub. Kissy, kissy. La, 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 la. <laughs> It's so weird. And he's going to like this. force them. It's almost it's it's rapey essentially, but things don't get too far. And yeah. then he's holding a gun at them, like making him kiss. And then at one point, Rufus Sewell goes, "What are you doing, you sick freak?" <laughs> Which is great. And then and then it, this because this movie's so fucking weird, and nobody behaves like a human being. At one point, they make a guy, possibly Devin Sawa, take his coat off, and yeah. he's freezing to death. He's at the top of the mountain. Yeah. And then and then they're like. Give him back his jacket. He's freezing, and they're like, "No, not until Princess not until boyfriend." And he goes, and then they start like tearing his shirt off or whatever too to like further antagonize him. And he goes, "Oh, is that it? Well, why don't you just here's my jacket. Why don't we all just do a freaking Hawaiian dance or something?" Do 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 do. So it's so weird. Terrible. And Terrible then movie. and and then integrity Serbian guy is like, "Why are you stop making the?" Them kiss, you fucking weirdo. You, I tell my father, you put gun on me. No, your father is soldier. He would understand. Come on. They both kill each other. Yeah, they well, <laughs> something distracts them and they end up shooting each other. It's an awkward moment. And then it's just sort of chaotic, like the rest of the Slobodan Milosevic and his crew trying to kill these guys. They have a helicopter and they chase them up and down a mountain. And There's then... a gondola, and you, as you well know, I love gondola action, but yeah. I think they squander their chance at gondola action because they weren't allowed to actually do anything to this gondola, or gondola, whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, they're, so they're in a gond- gondola. <laughs> Devon is in a gondola. All of them are in a gondola. <laughs> Devon is in a gondola. And then, and then they're like going to shoot missiles at the g- gondola. The gondola, the gun, the gondola, and uh, and so they all extreme themselves out of the gondola. So some of them, uh, most of them, using snowboards to just jump. I've got the solution. We jump out. If we put snowboards on, it'll be fine. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing it is. Yeah, they're fighting a lot of fighting on snowboards. There is that part where Devin Saw was like holding on to the cliff edge and something. He's like sac- gonna sacrifice himself to like save everybody, but they don't realize he has a parachute on, so he like falls, and everyone thinks he's oh he it's makes little, he makes yeah. Kitty agree to go on a date with it's him. It's kind of shitty. Yeah, he's like, if I sacrificed my life for the crew, would you, would you maybe like me then? Yeah, and she's like, yes. He's like, then you maybe go on a date with me, and she thinks he's just gonna die, and he's like, yes. And he's like, okay, cool, it's a date then, and then he like sacrifices his life, but he has a parachute, and he, has a parachute, on, and he parachutes that, away. But then he like, ends ah. up like stuck in a tree. We see later. He gets stuck in a tree, but then we never see him come out. He's fine. Everybody else is stuck in these caves, and this is they burn off 15 minutes of the movie by them just being in a cave, and the helicopter continuously going back and refueling and coming back and shooting at them. Let's go back to Big Five. Get more bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Those are speed holes. <laughs> it's so st- Stupid. Yeah, I stopped, and then that's where I, I... I can't... I think we're making this movie sound more coherent than it is. Like, these are all just things that happened. Yeah. Like, now this is happening. Um, At a certain point, a guy... I don't know who this guy is, but mm-hmm. he's a good guy. All of this because they thought they were CIA. I guess right. so. Slobodan... And they, I guess they have the, the tape or whatever. You yeah. can't be too careful if you're Slobodan Milosevic. Um, but at a certain point, the helicopter is like flying through a crevice, mm-hmm. and this is when Kitty 
shoots the dildo at the mm-hmm. helicopter, misses, and then a ski- some guy, I didn't even know who this guy was, but he's a good guy, he skis over the helicopter with a rope mm-hmm. and then like gets the rope tangled up in the helicopter's rotor, helicopter blows up. Yeah. That's and what starts the avalanche that's that Rufus Sewell uses to get the shot. To get the and then Rufus footage. Sewell, and there's fireworks between Rufus Sewell and Billy Madison's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And they're skiing down, and they get the shot. This is like uh, James Bond or uh, um, Hitchcock type stuff, where they really do <laughs> kind of- Except really good. No, I mean, as good as that. Yeah. <laughs> not not conceptually, <laughs> but they do the, they do the cut on like he throw like the whole conception of the shot is that he's gonna like throw her the camera while the mm. avalanche is behind him, and sometimes these are real avalanches too. Not this time. Not this time. Uh, I don't believe. Yeah, there's some CGI stuff, and uh, so they get the shot, and then they just cut right back to the right back to the. And here's where I have a question. To the Japanese businessman's office. Yes. Here's where I have a question. So we're in the Japanese businessman's office, God, and they're showing so the weird. cut of the commercial. With Bridget Wilson Sampras skiing down the mountain, getting to, the shot, she getting has the, the shot. shot, she's got the shot, and they show they're showing the like the first cut of the commercial to see if this guy approves it for his business, and the Japanese guy's like round of applause, loves it, great, right? and then all the rest of the crew goes by on the train like like the guy did at the beginning, and they do the same gag with the skateboard, and she like calls him to look out the window, yeah, Kitty calls him to look out the window, perfectly timed. This is so fucking, strange. and they do it, and then the skateboard goes through the billboard again. Except it's Bridget Wilson Sampras from the commercial on the billboard already, but the commercial hasn't been approved yet. It ju- he just saw it for the first time. It was an it was an outtake shot that. <laughs> Why they, would it be on a billboard? Because it's fucking and cool. And they timed it so the train is moving. Because it looks. <laughs> the train no, is just, going past like the office. No one's oh, they seen timed it. everything like, perfectly. The campaign hasn't been approved yet. Yeah. That's oh right on that's the billboard itself. Ex- that's extreme. That's how extreme it is. <laughs> Maybe he told him over the phone. Trust me, you're gonna want to make a billboard out of this right Take outside your office. We really right got now. it. And then and they're all replicating the thing that Silo does, where he flips around, where they they use a cord somehow while they're on skateboards, while they're on top of a train. They all do it. All the boards go through the billboard. Roll dangerous. credits. Very dangerous. Uh, Those ops were fucking extreme. strange. So extreme. And as I, I don't know if I pointed out before, but um, and in like Rufus Sewell also, well, he's like from the office, casually looks at him and waves. He's seeing the people do the most insane thing you've ever seen. He's like, yes, because they're all extreme ops. Um, but this this whole movie we talked about how in the first two it's all butt rock uh, wa- guitar wailing. This is all EDM. This is all EDM. And here's Techno. the uh, here's the soundtrack because there's tons of music. This movie there's costs a Paul Oakenfold on here. Uh, we got Crystal Method. Yeah. Beat stakes. Beat stakes? Riddlin kids. Mm. R- Riddlin or Ritalin? Ritalin. R I D D L I N. Riddlin kids. Apostrophe kids. Right. I thought there was a Ritalin kids. I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there are, but I don't know if that was a band. Mm. Basement Jacks. I've heard of them. Power Man 5000. Heard yes. of them. Jacko Slavakavara. Tim. Oh, yeah, Jacko. <laughs> Tipping Jar. Tipping Jar? No, sorry, Tripping Jar. Tripping Jar. Oh, that's so much worse. <laughs> Fluke. My favorite, Headrillas. Head Headrillas? Headrillas with a Z. Is it Drillas? Like Headrillas? H-E-A-D-R-I-L-L-A-Z. So it is like a combination of Headrill. I guess. Headrillas. Freestylers. Headrillas is, is a notorious terrorist organization. Freestylers. Jackknife Lee. Third strike. Jackknife Lee? Like Robert E. Lee? I guess. Like the General Lee? I guess so. I'm just asking if that's how All it's spelled. Head. Oh, yeah. L E E. Okay. Jackknife L E E. Groove Terminator. <laughs> Groove Terminator. Yes. 
I don't know. It delights me. <laughs> I'll groove back. <laughs> just some very, that is just a... That, Ter- terminate the groove. That is a yeah, list please of music. terminate that groove. That's a list of music that I'm looking forward to. Give me directions on how to get away from that music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There's a scene in this, um, kind of what, like in the midst of the action, um, where Kitty... Is dangling off a cliff. Kitty Dukakis. There's a lot of funny scenes where people are dangling off of things, and uh, Kitty is dangling off a cliff, and uh, some guy, one of the guys, is trying to save her, and he starts pulling her pants down so he can yes. see her underwear, and she's like, "Well, I think hey, that's an stop accident." That. Oh, it is, but then he goes, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to." He laughs yeah, while they're having while they're dying bullets you know, shot yeah, at them, exactly. and she is. It's fucking nuts, man. Uh, oh, and I and I liked this line too, where like she's gonna shoot a dildo. Like, at, she's I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> take yeah. it how you will. She's gonna shoot a dildo at the the helicopter. She goes, "You can't take that thing down. <laughs> that thing's the size of a small bus." It's also the size of a regular hel- size helicopter. It's the size of a helicopter. <laughs> I don't know. I, we we know what a helicopter is. We don't. The other day, I was wa- I was waiting for the bus. <laughs> this thing was the size of a fucking helicopter. A, a medium sized <laughs> helicopter. Yeah. So just like the like same not size. one of those little traffic helicopters, like the big guys. But not one of like the industrial people. ones either. Yeah. With the two copter. No, not one of those either. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking bizarre. Uh, okay. <laughs> ratings. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give a one Judd. Yeah, it's terrible. Barely a movie. I'm not. I'm not even glad I saw it. Okay. However, I had seen it before, so this technically twice I've taken first this. person in history to watch this movie twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it like half a Douglas for weird the weird kissy kissy stuff, just because what? <laughs> I didn't. It didn't strike me as sleazy. What struck me like the scene itself didn't strike me as sleazy. What struck me as Douglas worthy was the idea that like. This was the writer's PG-13 scary sexual torture idea. Like, <laughs> kiss her. <laughs> I make them kiss and he take his clothes off. It reminds me of that Behind the Laughter Simpsons episode where Bart keeps paying, he's rich, and he keeps paying people, <laughs> pe- like men, to kiss each other. <laughs> it's strange. So that was, uh, that's a half a Douglas, and I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 dildo rockets. Mm. <laughs> Great. Uh... I'm gonna give it one and a half, just the extra half because I did I did keep seeing stuff in this. And Damn it's you, terrible. sir! It's terrible start to finish, but there was like plenty of moments where I was just like, "What the fuck?" Ugh. I don't regret watching it. I'll put it Jeez. that way. And, it, and again, if this movie had been maybe classic Travis, right? If there. this movie had been maybe five <laughs> minutes longer, maybe I would. But it, it is. <laughs> this movie is well aware that it's not a movie, and it's it, it, it rubbed right up against your rhubarb, but not too far. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't, it's it's fucking nuts. Uh, and not in, I mean, I'm not recommending it per se, but sure. I don't know. Maybe, maybe watch five minutes of it and just so you can see what we're talking about. I would do that, but okay. I don't know. I'll, I'll be posting the only worthwhile clips anyways. <laughs> uh, so, so that's, I'll give it, I'll give it uh, one Douglas, one and a half Douglases. There is a, a, du- a nude butt while a guy runs around while they're playing Truth or Dare. A nude butt. A nude butt. <laughs> a nude and then there's butt. that guy making, forcing people at gunpoint to kiss. <laughs> It's so pretty great. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to give it um, 10 out of 10 skateboards through Anna Paquin's teeth. <sighs> uh, allegedly Anna Paquin. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this... <laughs> I'm going to give this one, Judd. Really didn't like this movie. Mm-hmm. Hated watching it. <laughs> it sucked, and I wish I was watching something else. <laughs> Um, I'm giving it zero Douglases and 
God, everything in this movie sucks. I'm giving it 10 out of 10 Devon Sawas. <laughs> Devon. <laughs> oh, that was an excruciating episode. That was an extreme episode. But we did it. It was fine. <laughs> What's next? Fine. Next we're doing... Oh, yeah, we have to do this while we can. Because we think that there might be a, a winter snowstorm next weekend yeah. in Seattle. Possible. Po- it's possible. I hope, hope not. not. So we're going to do Winter Blunderland. Winter Blunderland, although I submit also Baby It's Cold Outside could be good. Mm, I like Winter Blunderland. Winter Blunderland. Yeah. And we're going to do uh, we're gonna do Whiteout, Oof. Trans-Siberian. That's a Dominique Sena, isn't it? It might be Dominique Sena. It's Kate Beckinsale. Yes. I saw that in the theater. I think it's a remake, too. Sure. Um, Trans-Siberian, and at long last... By popular demand, yes, the snowman. <laughs> oh man, dear Mr. Oh, Policeman, no. I gave you all the Join clues. Join our Patreon. We gave you all the Fuck. clues. We're in for it. <laughs> the only movie I know of where, like, they the the whole the whole shtick of the serial killer is totally unexplained to me. Like, I, don't re- I watched this movie. I don't remember it. It has to like somebody gets murdered and the kid is building a snowman. And then that turns, and then he, when he's a serial and killer, the snowman it's be- turns into his dad. It's because Michael of Keaton. snowmans. Oh, I wish. One of the only movies <laughs> that features Chloe Savini's uh, head on top of a snowman. And some, I mean, we'll get to it. I don't want to spoil it, the goods, but it's possibly gonna be a worse movie than Extreme Ops. The, no. the best, the best part about Maybe. this is, I believe, given the the Crony Ords, we'll be able to close on the snowman. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not sure about Trans Siberian, but I think so. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, oh boy. Well, we're in for it. Uh, Sign up for the Patreon, please. We got a couple bangers. Uh, Maybe the second one won't be up yet, but we we recorded two episodes with all four of us. I was on the Patreon, you guys. And we were were live. Uh, All the four of us were here at Scarecrow. Not to be missed. Kevin, Emily, Matt, and Travis. It's really worth every dollar of that 450. I promise we were not on Coke, but there was real Coke energy in both episodes, so they're very (laughs) fun to listen to. I had a Coke on the show. Yeah, uh, maybe that was it. That's yeah. what I mean. Coca-Cola energy. <laughs> yeah. Big, so like big, a little bit of caffeine Coca-Cola and sugar. energy. Uh, so uh, we we might have some new uh, merch coming out soon. So stay tuned stay for that. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just need to get uh, on. Mm-hmm. 2024 <laughs> is our year. 2024 it's our year, year, you guys. 2024 is our year. We're gonna make it happen. We're this gonna year. get to 200 Patreon subscribers. Oh, please. That'd be lovely. Wouldn't God that damn. be great? So if you know of someone who is a fan of the show and has not been a Patreon, slightly Kick nudge them, the them. Hook your parachute onto theirs and guide them slowly towards our Patreon. Give them a gift wrapper. Give them a gift, <laughs> give them a gift wrapper, etc. Uh, and like Sweet. share Sweet. all our shit on social media and just uh, get the word out that the suspense is killing you. Yes. And in the meantime, the suspense is killing us. Yes. Bye. 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 These are the times.